0: Eric, you're right. You ready to spray and pray? Since the day I was born, my dude. Since at least twelve years old, though, right? For sure, absolutely. You ever
1: met a sexy banana? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could. I don't think I could tell that story on the air, Tony. What about the sexiest of bananas? Once upon a time, yeah. What about a sexy banana five eight five? who's 12 years old and is just spraying and praying like a fucking champ. Absolutely. That sounds like somebody I definitely want to meet. It uh, sounds like somebody you might want to get a dub with. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like
0: somebody you might want to accidentally get a dub with. <laughs> Can you believe that shit happened? Oh, you got to give some backstory here. So, Tell so them, you- listen, we're playing Warzone. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Uh-huh. Let me let me frame it up
0: for you. Right. Yeah, we're playing
1: Warzone. Yeah. We've been hunting for this dub for like ever. Month right? and a half. Month, Month and, half. and a half. Nearly two months. And. We get into a game in trios, Warzone trios, and right, right from Jump Street, okay, right from Jump Street, our third member gets on the mic. And it's clear that this is just a young ass kid. This is like a 10, 11, 12 year old. He's like, like, hey I uh, We go, okay, you
0: want to jump? Yeah, like, okay, you guys want to jump over here? I'm uh, so it, good at shooting people was out of the sky. Say, so, <laughs> we, so I say something to I'm like, all right, banana, here we go, dude. That's where this is where we're dropping, you know? Yeah, actually, banana815. I'm not one of those guys that if I'm playing with a random I'm not going to be an asshole. Like, I'll treat you like one of the boys, right? Oh, yeah. Derek, so I'm like,
1: Derek was just like, he was like, okay, let's do this, man.
0: Yep. I was trying to be nice, trying to keep, build get, build the kid, kid up a little bit because clearly I'm like, hey, banana, we're hopping over here. And he immediately starts talking with a squirrely voice. And I'm like, great. <laughs> and Here's my immediate the, thought was to was to exit the game, pull yes. us out of the game. That was my immediate thought. I'm like, here, I can't do this with this kid. This is – let me see if I can pull this up here for you. Um I gotta find. I gotta find the exact words that Tony Welchel said to me while we were. Uh, I think it was never again. I think those were the words <laughs> I said.
1: Uh, let's see here. Um, t- 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 you find those, but here's the deal, right? So we 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 drop. We get a recon mission. We're we're hanging, we're banging. This kid gets a gun. He's like so happy because it's his favorite gun in Warzone. He can't think of the name, but he knows that he's really good with it. Uh, he can snipe people from halfway across the map. He says,
0: and Tony, uh, Tony says to me, "Never again." I'm pulling out like from my date's puss on prom if they get another eleven-year-old. <laughs> you, this is mid-game. He's saying this yeah. to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. He doesn't even know what's gonna happen. So we're we're
1: running, we're gunning. We get down. All three of us die. We all three get out of the gulag. Yeah, that okay. was that was
0: dope. That's when I was that
1: like, was maybe we're on something." But, no, I was, no 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 no. <laughs> really? I, I'm not a believer. Okay, I, this isn't journey. I'm not over here yelling. Don't stop believing
0: yet. I will say before we get too much farther. I told you when I got on with you that afternoon. I said, "Brother, let's play Warzone because you were on multiplayer." I said, "I'm feeling." Oh it. yeah, you did. I said, "I'm, I'm, I'm feeling, it. feeling it." Yeah, you
1: said one game. I'm feeling it because that's all we had. It was like one game to play. Yeah, it was dinner and, time. Uh, we were getting ready to roll out. Yeah, so. We get out of the gulag. We redrop. We get some missions. We get some money. Get some UAVs. And uh, this kid pops his UAV. At this point, we know where the circle's going. We have done plenty of matches. You know, we 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 crunch the numbers. We're like, okay, we got. We, we know where the circle's going. I'm yep. like, I ping it on the map. I'm like, I, I think it's going to end right here in this building. Yep. And I fucking nailed it because that is where it ended up ending. Now we're there. Nobody else is really there. We buy a couple UAVs. Gas mask. We got the whole deal. We're, we're ready kidded. to go. We're, we're fairly kitted.
0: We're kitted without a loadout because we had a loadout drop yes. the first time before we died. Did not go for the loadout drop the second time. We instead just hung back with our our <laughs> mediocre weapons. Yes, exactly right. So
1: we're at where we think the last Alamo is about to be. Okay, squad. Couple squads roll in. We waste those motherfuckers. Uh, the circle's closing enough that you can see the gas coming in around you. A squad rolls up. We got the high ground and we're just chilling like five minutes. We're just chilling. Damn, yeah. And we're trying to tell this kid, chill the F out. Bro. <laughs> Be cool, dude. Because he's he's running around. He won't shut up. He's peeking out the windows. He's trying to you know, tell all, me the name all, of this
0: gun that he loves, but he can't tell me the name of it because he has no yeah. idea what it's called. All the red
1: flags. OK, yeah. <laughs> that so we're going to get finally. Finally, <laughs> finally, we just start have to tell this kid, like, hey, get out of the fucking window. Crouch down. Don't move. Yep. Then he shoots me. Then, then he <laughs> shoots yeah he shoots his load early like every 12 year old
0: that only happens you uh, on your 12 fuck uh, God,
1: <laughs> uh, you know 12 24 30 32 20. yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's fine it's fine we all experience it every Day. time <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so listen the squads are rolling in the shit's getting deep the circle's going exactly where we think it's gonna go yeah um, tony pops out i i put po- i poke my head out of the window to try to down these dudes i get down i'm stuck in the window like i can't move i can't crawl back in to get revived so i end up dying
0: call of duty physics for windows just like it's physics for rocks not
1: not yes. good not good at all and so i'm spectating on derek the shit's really going down the circle's coming and i drop uh, a dude
0: with my m4 who rolls in yep you I, drop
1: a dude down in the in the bottom of this building yep um the circle's closing from around the building so you guys got to jump out of the window high right? ground you still high ground high ground still. you still got the high
0: ground you jump down no i'm no. screaming at you before that i went down remember tony's oh, dead yeah, i get his stuff i have again yep. i've got this green m4 and an lmg you so get this, revived i'm screaming at this fucking 12 year old to revive me because i'm like dude they can't see you i'm in a corner the gas isn't here yet fucking get me and yeah he finally, he's not paying attention finally gets me i have barely. Any life. Tony's watching me. I jump out this window to try to run for this dude. Listen, listen.
1: (laughs) No, 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 no. no. Because I'm going to, you're not going to do it justice. You're Right. I won't. Derek, in the absolute absence of any self (laughs) resemblance to what's going on around him he jumps out of this window with next to no life and he's running and i'm telling him get inside the circle you're in the gas get inside the circle get inside the circle and i'm literally watching him and he takes probably like a 45 degree (laughs) left into the
0: gas to to
1: try to go get some weapons or something dude yeah (laughs) to go whatever
0: immediately down yeah (laughs) he gets down
1: he gets down he's crawling around and (laughs) out of nowhere Banana, Sexy he just banana. he drops the last three dudes and, and clutch boom, is a, victory. Clutch is a victory for us. I couldn't believe it. And he then the line. <laughs> oh, I was just spraying and praying.
0: That's what he says. <laughs> he says it. Tony, Tony tells him, listen, "Kid, we've been spraying and praying longer than you've been alive."
1: <laughs> yeah i just start,
0: i just start cussing i go there's yeah. no
1: fucking way this yeah. happens no
0: way this <laughs> we, is fucking bullshit I mean, we've played with some great players on our in our clan Tell, i mean joey's great uh yep. derrick white's great you know we've got some pretty hot players with us when we're rolling and this 12 year old is the guy that gets us to the promised land man for the he first just time the the victory, man. He it just reminds me out. of
1: you know you remember the guys back in the day when you go to the arcade and you'd be playing like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter and you're you're trying to do the combos and they're just butt mashing and kicking your ass. That's this kid. Mm-hmm. This kid, he wasn't even aiming, he was spraying and praying for his life. Yep. And clutching And then we tried to tell him what spraying and praying meant. <laughs>
0: But he I, he wasn't having it. He was very embarrassed when you this told. This kid clearly had never seen a vagina in his life. You told him that he was the sexiest banana that you've ever seen, and he was very embarrassed by that. Yeah. So we we pulled out just we, like he oh, should. Yeah, we did. We and, just like uh, he should, and, and he, uh, we promptly dumped his ass. Yeah, we never we did not friend request this kid at all. But hey, Tony, we got a dub. Uh, there's an asterisk next
1: to it. This is this is like the championship after the Patriots cheated. You're right. Uh, is, i don't feel great about the dub but it's the dub hey listen you take what you're given right any given any given war zone that's that's true listen that was a very long cold open intro let's hit the music All right, this is the DTS Podcast, episode number Ray Lewis. My name's Tony. Hello, I'm Derek. Hello,
0: Derek. How are you, Tony? Good. How's your vacation going? Uh, it's been a, a, a nightmare of epic proportions as far as having zero time to do anything for me, but I've got some shit done around the house. Yeah, That's true. We did get a dub. We got the dub. Uh, Father in law came over the other day. We flipped uh, our screen door from the front to the back. Uh, and we, you know, we're, we're getting ready to put the faucet for the hose outside um, for you to be able to, you know, water your flowers, water your plants, all that shit is under our deck. I think we talked about this before. Right. And So, Bill and I, father-in-law, went to Lowe's some weeks ago. Bill the Builder. Bill the Builder, Derek Vance, Vance Bob the Builder. Uh, So, we bottled the stuff to, to, to move this faucet from one spot in the basement to the other, drill a hole, done, right? We get down there Tuesday, get it all scoped out. We bought every possible thing incorrectly. We okay, bought good. everything wrong. Uh, we, we we bought PVC. The basement is all lined with CPVC. So right. that was fantastic. Um, the wall depth between the outside to the basement wall. We bought the shorter hose uh, or, or, or faucet, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it needs another three to four inches at least to get to the basement. So we bought that incorrectly. And um, you so, know what? She always needs she three four three that three to four inches. You're right. So yeah. we started a project that we have no – And no business being able to pull off currently so i have to take a a trip to the lows here soon and and swap all that stuff Um, listen
1: you think bob vila's first spaghetti installed was done correctly
0: yes i do actually that man is a genius (laughs) maybe It's probably not not in the cards for me. But yeah, vacation. Vacation. I don't fucking... Not furlough. (laughs) Furlough. Furlough (laughs) Vacation is not the word. Furlough has been been okay. So
1: So basically what you're saying is you're on
0: that full homo right now. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm just... I'm full. I'm a raid... <laughs> Raging homo. Is that what you're about to say? Raging homo right now. Homo um, equals homeowner. Homeowner, yeah. Full full homeowner. Um, yeah, I'm just tinkering here and there, man. Just, you know, keeping myself as busy as I can and then bitching about it later because I can't play video games. So it's just the way the world works. Well, uh, you know, if you wake up every morning, you eat
1: your vegetables, you know, you eat your Wheaties. And you does take your
0: hydroxychloroquine. Actually, does anybody eat Wheaties? I do take my hydroxychloroquine because I want my heart to explode.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There are there are definitely massive boxes of Wheaties at the store still. Some of the only ones that are left. Because <laughs> no one uh, fucking eats Wheaties. You're right. <laughs> maybe, maybe yeah. not. But listen, if those Wheaties had hydroxychloroquine, the White House would be snatching them up. At least the one at least the
0: dude in the White House. I don't know about the
1: rest <laughs> of the staff,
0: <path>, but that <laughs> shit at the top, he he's definitely he listened to somebody.
1: Can you believe this motherfucker? Our I, weekly Trump saga continues.
0: I can believe this actually. I I can. Cuz I know he's how stupid he is.
1: He's out there on national television saying that he's taking the drug that the FDA and the CDC both did not approve as a treatment for coronavirus COVID-19. Yep. He's like, "I'm taking it." Yeah, fuck. It's it. a it's a it's a it's a drug for lupus, which if you do not have could actually have very serious side effects. On in, your health, including wrecking your heart, like literally <laughs> just wrecking your
0: heart. Yeah, he wants
1: to kill himself. I mean, that that's my that's my theory, right? Do, Is he, yeah, he didn't he
0: think that to get, he would be president. Do you think he'd rather get offed in the White House or do you think he'd rather just die in the White House? He just wants out, dude. He's done. Think about this, <laughs> he right? Out, he's yeah.
1: done every single thing possible to fuck up his presidency. You're right. And he's still there. And he's
0: probably going to get he's reelected. Get another, yeah, he's going to get another four. So, so he's going to stop himself. I don't yeah, know, might as oh, well do it.
1: On top of taking hydroxychloroquine, he's out here just absolutely wrecking on Obama. You know, still, we talked about last still, week. The four years the,
0: later, still doing yeah,
1: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we talked last week about how Obama said there was some leaked audio that the government reaction to this was disastrous. Cool. Yeah. And so he's saying, you know, Obama committed a crime. Obama gave this Obama gave that. Now, this week, did you see Obama's commencement speech? I did not know. So Obama did two commencement speeches for two different colleges this week, recorded ones, uh, in which he referenced in both of them how um, leaders in the White House are making decisions like, like children make decisions about their toys. Uh, <laughs> and he referenced specifically the power trip uh, syndrome going on among the nation's leaders. Uh, he, he threw shade at Trump and the administration. For good like, reason. <laughs> Fuck yeah, absolutely. He's a huge threat to Trump. I mean, the second that Obama comes out and starts endorsing a candidate and and becoming active in this upcoming campaign, that's that's a big
0: that's a big hurt for Trump. Well, I mean, he already did <clears throat> so much on Twitter. You know what I mean? He's already said Biden's the guy. Vote, vote, vote. Push Biden. But again, the hard part is as much fire and as much fuel as you can strap to Biden's rocket. I. I just don't know if it's enough to climb Mount Stupid. You know what I mean? Uh, Right. Well, Mount Stupid's got a lot
1: of uh, heavy accolades. Uh, We're above 10% unemployment for the first time in a very long time in this country. Yep. 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 And that's not even, I mean, obviously there's a pandemic going on. Which has got counting for some of that, but furloughs don't count towards your unemployment rate. So do some math on that. You got ten yeah. percent unemployed plus, plus all the furloughs. So many people furloughed. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, shit's going real good in America right now. We're doing Clap great. Flap it up, yeah. uh, and you know, and we're going to reopen shit. Our- our presidents—he uh, wants us to ingest disinfectant. He says there's nothing going wrong in the country; that we're doing really good. Uh, that Obama is the worst president ever. He's a you know, basically a terrorist. So, I mean, shit's going good. And now you have school shootings. You have a terrorist attack on an American yeah, consulate. Yeah. Uh, so
0: that Westgate yeah, shooting, school shootings, mall shootings, but, mall shooting. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know what? We're we're just in a great place. The, the more things change, Tony Walchell, in this day and age, the more they stay the same. That's true. Um, I did see
1: uh, a video about gun control today on YouTube um, that I thought was really trolly because they are at one of these gun rallies or whatever. This is uh, obviously all pre-COVID, I think, but basically they go to one of these gun uh, legislative rallies where all these – you know, these crazy Bible thumpers and, and left wingers are just like, we got to we got to ban all the ARs. We got to do all that stuff. And they're asking questions about, like, what what does AR stand for? And the guy that's going around, he asks, should there be a ban on fully semi-automatic weapons? <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah, we shouldn't have fully semi-automatic weapons.
0: Oh, my God. What bunch of idiots? Yep. So just <sighs> oh, you love it, don't you? So what uh, do we What? What, I mean, yeah, what can man. we do
1: about it? You and me. We can go rock the vote in November. Fuck yeah! And we can bitch I about will. it. We can bitch I about it right here. On the uh, we're gonna, listen, if he gets reelected to office, I might go into seclusion for a little while. <laughs> I might be doing some
0: solo pods.
1: <laughs> well, not as good as the solo dolo yolo. Oh
0: my god! But
1: let me tell you something. I I don't know if I'm gonna be able to talk to anybody for a, a couple weeks.
0: I don't know. I might, way, I might boy, call him to listen, work and tell him that I need a pandemic relief at that point. The way the way that you hit me up and, and cry when I'm not on Call of Duty, I don't think you'll make it more than a day not talking to me.
1: Uh, there might be a new COD. We'll get into that, but we'll uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see. You're right though, because I mean, like you're the only guy that I like to play with, and nothing makes well, me happier yeah, than getting, to getting told exactly. Speak. Listen, shut your fucking mouth. Nothing makes me happier than getting told exactly how to play a game, uh-huh. and then when you die and spectate me, giving me step by step instructions on how to go about dying further listen brother if you want to play with me all you
0: got to do is ask
1: <laughs> i do and you know what i ask hey let's play some cod you you up no no no. i'm napping reading with my children i'm i gotta mow my grass i gotta fucking work on my house yeah. uh, i'll be available at 2 30 3 30 rolls around this month is just getting up listen man sometimes Get
0: out of here you gotta you gotta find the balance in life you know what i'm saying I, I work in where I can. I, I give you your appointment times. Yeah,
1: that's a good skill to have working it in
0: when you can. <laughs> exactly.
1: That's that's something I'm proud to say. I'm, I'm good at you've here mastered. in America.
0: Yeah, you've mastered.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. Put that on yeah, your Yeah, head I can way. bait I a can fish work it in. You know, what I'm I, can
0: I can work, work it in. in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I might be able to pencil you in a little bit.
0: Exactly.
1: <laughs> Listen, Facebook's out here making moves in the midst of a pandemic. Uh, good old Marky Mark Zuckerberg says today that he's going to uh, permanently move tens of thousands of their jobs uh, to full-time remote work from home, which is a big move. I mean, Facebook, one of the largest employers in the country, uh, and they're basically saying like, hey, yeah, we're going we're gonna to take a bunch of these jobs that are working well, which I think is going to become a trend for a lot of companies, and uh, we're going we're gonna to leave these people at home.
0: I think it makes sense, right? We talked about this. We talked about this quite a few different times where post COVID America and and other places really, but we live here, so that's what we care about. Post COVID America is going to look a lot different as far as businesses that have the ability to transition employees to a full-time work from home status. You being one of those employees who have had that opportunity given to them, right? Um, yep. I, I say opportunity because I'm still essential. I still go to work every day. Your punk ass doesn't leave that house for two weeks. Um, but you know, wh- where I'm coming from, I it's think not the, about essential versus non-essential. You're
1: just mad that I stay home and you go to work.
0: The the ability that Facebook has to give people that flexibility and still be able to operate at uh, I would assen- I would assume full capacity that's great for them. And you know I I think more businesses should really give that opportunity to people because. As you talked about before, being at home creates a better family environment, a better family life for people to be able to be around their kids and things like that. Even if you're working, yeah. there are plenty of positives that come from being able to work from home. You can take no shame shits. I found that to be <laughs> you I found that to be good. You still get to get paid for them,
1: too. Yeah. Listen, you're never going to walk to the shitter and it's going to be closed because they're cleaning it. You're never going to walk to the pooper and all the stalls are full and you got to walk halfway across campus to pinch a loaf.
0: Yep, I mean – you, you oh, know, listen, the worst. You do have to go and to the kitchen. You have to go to you do have to go to the kitchen and get your own food though. There's not like free bagels and shit sitting there for you. <laughs> yeah, I Listen, I'm going to miss food days. I know you will. But I there's know a lot you of
1: food days at the wide nation, specifically yeah. my department. I, I don't think that there's a day that went by when I was in that, uh, in that building that I didn't walk out and in the communal area, just random food sitting out for something. Somebody bought donuts or somebody had some cookies or something like that. So it's a good deal. Now, Facebook's doing it right though. I mean, Nationwide, we know from uh, talking about on this podcast, their entire workforce is work from home now. Next week, in certain locations across the country, they're transitioning people back into the office. But in the midst of all of this, when you think maybe that employees would be l- less engaged than ever, Nationwide is uh, skyrocketing up the Forbes list of the top 100 businesses to work for. And they are also posting record engagement scores through a company called. Gallup. Gallup's a very popular poll service that a lot of companies use, and we posted an 11-year record. So they've been doing it for 11 years, and this is the highest year in the midst of this pandemic that our employees apparently have the highest engagement.
0: And and I think that a lot of it has to do with the the early onset transition, right? And I think that there's something to be said – sorry, there's something to be said about – what this looks like going forward because yes of course you want to prove that hey working from home works right you don't want to see yeah. like there's a gap so that initial engagement level being higher doesn't surprise me i want to see what it looks like in two or three years when people find that groove of how do i work while also fucking around and playing yeah college Duty. well during work hours nobody nobody does that
1: uh listen uh in the midst of trailblazing as Facebook is doing with taking a bunch of these jobs and moving them permanently remotely, not only that, but they are also opening up at a much lower capacity than a lot of businesses have been doing. So starting in July, they're going to start returning associates to offices, but at 25% capacity, um, which is a very low number compared to what a lot of other large businesses with office environments have been doing. Um, So that is, Another kudos to, to Facebook. You know,
0: they are stealing your info, but they're taking care of their employees. And Now, what I'll ask here is, is Facebook trailblazing, eyebrow raising? <laughs> uh, what's the rocks thing there? That's, I, I was trying to think of it, but I lost it. Yeah. Trailblazing, trail <laughs> eyebrow raising. Coon tang eating, something like that. <laughs> Pie eating. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, well, you know, we we were trying though. We tried. The wrestling segment's not till the end, so ding, it's, ding, it's ding. to be expected. Uh, but uh, last note on this, I think if you work for a large employer, specifically in an office environment, you really yeah. need to expect some changes because when these people start crunching numbers and they see these large companies doing this, the average office so employees have loaded costs. Are you familiar with that term? Uh, like the loads they drop in the toilet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that goes into it, right? Because that somebody's got to pay to, to flush that food. down the toilet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the loaded cost of an employee. So you have an hourly wage or a yearly salary, but you also have your loaded cost, which is after they add in your health insurance, your paid time off, your uh, all your benefits, all, all the fiduciary things. What does your... You know, make, let's say you make $15 an hour, but you work for a good company. Your loaded cost is probably closer to $25, $27 an hour after all your benefits and everything. So the loaded cost for an employee in Des Moines, this is information that uh, Nationwide put out uh, in, a, in an article of Forbes, is about $6,500 a year in office costs. Hmm. So the, the space of uh, what what they could rent your space out for, in this real estate market, the cost of like the electricity, the internet, um, all your equipment, and stuff like that comes out to about $6,500 a year. So take that times, you know, 20,000 employees in your company times whatever, right? Not only can they save that money right off the top, they can just chop that off of the overhead. They could also rent that space and make money on it. They could sell the real estate altogether and just get rid of that as a company. So, I mean, it. It's kind of crazy
0: not to look at this as an option. And this is kind of the – this is like a forced step forward into the future, right? Like that's the way I look at it for a lot of these companies is a lot of times these companies are doing things because guess what? That's how they've always done them, right? Like that's how we've always operated. So to forcibly have somebody tell you you have to change your business market uh, or how you run a business and being able to successfully do it as so many of these companies have – there's no reason to not save the overhead and, and take a huge benefit to your, your bottom line, which is True. to keep these people at home and, and still allow them to to take all these great benefits. And, and all, and ultimately, again, it, it is a benefit to those employees, whether you yep. see it as that or whether they see it as that it's going to help you in the long run. So it's a win-win situation truly for these, these companies.
1: I uh, completely agree. Good way to save money. and, and, if you work for a good company, you should be wanting to have them save money. I mean, that's that's the whole point at this point in, in our life in 2020. It's all about expense management. So there's apparently a Call of Duty Warzone event today. Did you read about this?
0: I, I pulled it up. Yeah, it, I, what I saw and the discourse online seems to be is that it's kind of early teases for what season four might be. Season 4
1: might be there's rumors that this might be teasing the next Call of Duty game mm-hmm. um but it's supposed to happen uh, apparently should have happened about 2 hours ago the, yeah. uh, did, didn't see any updates but uh, actually 2 hours ago right now it's
0: 8:37 p.m. it was supposed to happen at 6:37 p.m. um
1: Haven't haven't seen seen nothing.
0: Right. So the thing that I'm reading online is the rumor is maybe, you know, with every call of duty season uh, so far that they've come out with, there's always a new operator and kind of a, a, a tangential piece of, Hey, the story's still here. So, Captain Price was seen in that trailer, so the big rumor is right. Captain Price will be your next uh, playable operator. Um, Alex, I think, is a guy's name who just come back in for this round. And was, one three, yeah, yeah, he was the the main character from the the story Campaign. mode. So, yep. um, to see Captain Price be playable makes mo- makes the most sense. He's a recognizable face. Put him up front. Why not?
1: Recognizable voice too. I mean, like yeah. I'm definitely down for Captain Price. Yep. I'm in for it. <laughs> Now, Plus, give, me a way,
0: give me a way to make them chops just so fucking big. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know yeah. Want, yeah.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on top of all this mystery stuff going on, there's uh, was an update this week, which started to unlock bunkers, which have been uh, locked since the launch of Warzone all across the map, as well as several Easter eggs on some of the new maps coming out. So have, uh, have you read or looked at anything about these bunkers?
0: Uh, so what I saw yesterday when you posted about it in, in our chat was uh, I, I try to pull up some Instagram videos like Barstool Gaming was talking about it. And yep. the thing I thought was is cool is Apex is kind of doing the same thing that I found uh, out okay. with Chris and Garrett in this new update. There are if you jump off the map, there are little bunkers that on certain points of the map, you can kind of fly into and they've got special loot so i I don't know what's going on they're all smoking the same shit over where they're making these games um but yeah i saw the saw the video of getting in with the the red key card which you talked about not too long ago maybe being a redeploy token or something like that and ultimately it ends up being opening this uh bunker with hella loot just hella loot everywhere and the tease of there's a nuke button and a nuke being built on a table in there
1: yeah so the the skivvy here as the days have gone on and people have started to piece together the whole story is that you can get this red access key just randomly out of a out of a bin or whatever there are 11 bunkers throughout the map the current map as it exists 10 of those um, can apparently now be opened with an 11th that is still locked so i what I understand has to happen is that you get a red key card and your squad has to go to these different bunkers. Each bunker has a lot of high-tier loot boxes, so a lot of lot of uh, legendary loot boxes, a lot of money, a lot of ammo, all that stuff. And then each uh, bunker has a, um, a console and you can play a message from that console. Uh, and three of those bunkers will have a secret Russian message, okay? Now, you have to piece together what the Russians are saying, which it turns out they're um, numbers. Then you piece together what numbers those are. You go to those bunkers. You answer some phone or some bullshit. Then you can get into the 11th It unlocks the 11th bunker that you can get into,
0: which leads eventually to this place where there's a nuke being built. For me, I just like the idea that they're continuing to do something with the game and the map without actually changing the map, right? Yeah. I'm such a sucker for physically changing the appearance of what I'm playing. So whether it's a brand new map or wrecking stuff, which Fortnite has been doing forever, Apex started doing it. So, so doing those little changes here and there uh, is kind of impactful. But I, I like the idea, just like in Apex, where there's a deeper meta, ingrained in what you're doing between trying to find these cards, these phone calls, trying to kind of piece it all together that Warzone has a bigger message of what's going on and it it just adds i don't know it adds a little more fun, right?
1: Yeah, so the rumor is based on some leaks and stuff that the next Call of Duty later this year is going to be a, called Call uh called Black Ops Cold War. Um, so the, the thought here is that because you're getting into these bunkers with secret Russian messages <clears> and nukes, that that's a hint that this is leading to some some sort of uh, revolution about the Cold War maybe
0: still happening in current day. It's hard hard to really know. Sure. Uh, I am going to show you this really fast that popped up on the old Twitter. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see this today. This is on your screen right now. They're just throwing... Yep hella shade at Fortnite throwing a surprise oh, buy. <laughs> surprise by, and it is a, a llama getting its fucking head cut off of the bullet um that's so pretty just good aimed right at uh at Fortnite. i thought that was kind of funny so um eh, you know I, I love shit on Fortnite. fuck it they're they're
1: not exactly
0: direct competitors so i think no, it's probably but shit. i think it's fun to fun to shit on them you know so yeah i'd say so um yeah as far as anything else with Call of Duty, the idea of a cold, a Cold War Black Ops, still doesn't entice me. I, I don't want a new Call of Duty. I want, I want them yeah. to keep this one going. I have no desire to buy another Call of Duty. I just
1: fucking don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a desire to spend sixty bucks plus, you know, ten or twenty every couple months. Um, I'm content right this now. This one seems perfectly fine. It's still entertaining me. I'm, I'm a little pissed that they fucking bring back Shoot House and Shipment and then they just take it away. Right. Uh, that really pisses me off because the maps. new... Yeah, the new we played a little yeah, bit of that we did. that new we shipment multiple. replacement map and uh like not it's great. fine, not great. But it's not as high intensity as, as
0: shipment, so. Yeah. This is probably more up uh, my alley, I would guess. I love those hero shooters. Um I would I would say so, and, yeah. And and Valorant has gotten a lot of uh buzz on the online community for it uh, being out right now and I also care but i don't care and the reason i don't care a whole care. lot is because i haven't played a lot of csgo uh which i don't did you ever get into csgo when you were no i mean i know that it's a
1: it's a benchmark game for a oh, lot of yeah uh, a lot of uh, pc tests and it just got a really popular cult classic and it's, it's
0: still very popular online counter-strike global offensive is what it, what csgo is for people that don't know mm-hmm. um, but Riot Games has, has been developing Valorant for some time, uh, and they're going to finally release it on PC June 2nd, um, which is great. You know, again, what I've seen of this game seems very interesting. Hero shooter mixed with the CSGO element of fast paced FPS shooting. Um, yeah, you know, the common common analogy going around is basically like csgo meets overwatch. overwatch exactly yeah um so it's gonna it's coming out pc only um so nothing on consoles yet we'll keep an eye on it uh but this is definitely Not free to play right uh this is free to play uh oh, okay this is a free to play pc game uh in, in the beta uh the full release maybe they'll charge you for it um but yeah this is um Looks like it's. I'm willing be. to
1: check it out. Yeah, you know, like I, I'm, I'm kind of getting into the shooters. Call of Duty's really brought me around to the shooter genre. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm definitely willing to check this out and give
0: it a go. I, I think it's, it looks great. Uh, I can't wait to be able to play it on a uh, a console, um, which hopefully that will be relatively soon.
1: Yeah, I think similar to like Apex or um, Fortnite, like it, you're, you're going to see it on a console sooner than later. One more the game for us to fuck, the fuck around with. There you go. Yeah, the ports seem to just come quick and fast these days. Like you and me. (laughs) Oh, boy. You know what's not coming quick and fast is The Last of Us 2. It's finally going to be coming here in a few weeks,
0: but that's after like a year and a half of delays. Yeah, and so they're doing anything in the press right now, I think, to really get some good graces. So I'm not really trying to bite on too many of these little nuggets here, but this one's got me kind of intrigued.
1: So the developers, Naughty Dog, say that The Last of Us 2, you cannot possibly experience the full story beat as well as upgrade the main character, Ellie, on a single playthrough. So you can't fully upgrade her and you cannot see all of the story in its entirety with a single
0: playthrough. And see what I hear there is a negative, not a positive. And that's not how I want to feel. I agree. Like, I don't want to save scum it. Right. And that's not what I'm trying to do. I, I don't want to go into a game and and go, well, guess I got to fucking play it twice in order for me to really experience everything. Like, playing through God of War a second time was, fan- you know, a fantastic time because – It didn't really feel like you were playing it, you you know, or at least putting a lot of effort in. It's
1: like an experience for sure.
0: Yeah. So if that's what this is, great. But the way that that sounds is, hey, guess what? We tucked enough away that you kind of have to play this twice. So (laughs) it's like that doesn't. It it really just gives you an idea that
1: that more than likely there are going to be consequential decision making points, um, which the first game I actually really didn't have. I mean, it was a very linear experience. Yeah, um, as good as it was. So, you know, maybe that maybe you're going to have to align with this faction versus that faction, or some kind of crazy stuff like that. I don't want to probably save scum it. Mean, this has not been something that's teased me with other games. You know uh outer worlds or I'm trying to think of anything more recent red dead. I mean like these these decisions where you make them and like you can't go back and you miss entire chunks. It once I'm done with the game I'm kind of done. So I don't expect that this is going to be too big of a deal for me.
0: I think the ultimate piece for me is this. I want the last of us two to be as good as it possibly can be. And so getting out of here and trying to throw words or little nuggets to either get people excited or be like, listen, man, there's so much to play. Don't think these leaks are a big deal. There's a ton to do is not do. If if anything, it's detracting me from being excited about the game.
1: Yeah. These type of things were like these story decisions and lack of story in one area versus the other based on your decision. Those really suck when there are definitive best choices. Yes. Um, I I will always remember at Scott in Skyrim, Within the first hour, you make a massive choice that completely alters the entire playthrough. And there is a definite better answer if you want to get leveled up faster. You want to get the better gear. You want to have some of the more epic quest lines um, on who you pick. But it's right at the beginning. And, And so, yeah, that gives you the replayability on the back end. But
0: i just hate the idea that like i'm gonna be less powerful or less fulfilled right. by choosing this thing don't carry it me on a stick for a game that i am already you know trying to hold on to as much excitement as i possibly can i don't need i don't need that yeah
1: and i've still avoided all spoilers i Same. literally don't even have a clue what the story is about in all I, honesty i've watched trailers and i you know what still don't fucking know yeah When's the last time you were ever excited about a fighting game, getting a DLC that it, you want it just because of the story of it? Oh,
0: man. I, you know that, that latest Tekken, cause I, I have a lot of love for Tekken, even though I okay. didn't play it, that you're, that, you're an Eddie type guy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I do love me some Eddie, um, but I've always loved the, the dichotomy of Jin Kazama and, and the gang over there. So um, I was excited for anything they were throwing at, at Tekken, but to this level, in, in all honesty, it's been it's been a while
1: so mortal kombat 11 widely considered the best mortal kombat uh, around but you know 10 was really good was Before good, that, yeah. 9 was amazing when they when they uh, rebooted the entire franchise um 11 already had a really good base story chronica is this new villain nobody's ever heard of her but she's been tra- she controls time basically so she's been traveling through time Everything that's ever happened in Mortal Kombat was all by her design. Blah blah blah. It was a really unique story and a really unique villain that they uh, managed to pull off. They tied it in with um, Mortal Kombat Ten, which is like all
0: the good characters becoming like bad zombies of themselves. I right. mean, it was well, this the shit's a trip. And they 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 preyed on what everybody play, preys on anymore, and that's you and me, which is nostalgia, right? So oh, it brought yeah. in. All these old characters from the original Mortal Kombat games, and then had them facing off with their nowadays counterparts, and built this very time bending, world ending saga that yep. really pitted yourself against yourself. Right, like the old, old me going, "Man, those games are the best," and looking at it now and going, "Fuck, this game's great," and just yep. having to realize that you know you can have it both ways. And they they did a really great job. Although that boss fight at the end was just atrocious. It was real hard. Uh, that's what I remember about it. It, it took stupid. forever. I wanted to break a controller. And I had not felt that level of anger since yeah. I. Uh,
1: it was a big ramp up, too. I mean, the rest of the rest of it was not that hard. I and mean, then it's just like, <laughs> fuck you at the end. Yep. But Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and now 11 have honestly been way more story than fighting, um, especially even the way they present the fighting is way more story based than just mashing buttons. Um so now they've got a dlc called aftermath that's going to be coming out yeah the trailer you can shit on me if you want because it's two weeks old but i'm just now getting to it uh you know i've been working essential and And it's it's been hard to keep up but sang soon is back he was he was in the original shang shun shang shun shang what
0: no come on Don't, don't (laughs) Nihama,
1: <laughs> Willy Wonka. I don't know. Nihama, <laughs> Nihao, Ni Kailan. Yeah, remember that show? Uh-huh. Uh huh. So sang Shun is back, and it's the original voice actor, it which is, I oh, think is great.
0: No, 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 not voice actor. It is the actor that played him in oh, the movies. Yeah, the original actor. Yes, yeah, the exactly actor right. that played him in the Mortal Kombat movies, which is the same thing they did for Mortal Kombat Ten when they had when Shang Tsung came back. Uh, yep. That character was was again uh, mo-capped by I I can't think of his fucking name because of course I can't. Um, but yes, but not only that, they've got a, just a, a, a vast amount of great characters that are coming back with this DLC.
1: Yeah, and they're bringing back a lot of uh, Carrie Hiroyuki Tagawa is the guy's name. Thank you. Yeah, perfect. Uh, that's definitely not what I thought his name was. But no. anyway,
0: Fujin's back. Who's the wind God. Fujin. He was great. You got yep. Shiva's back, who is the counterpart to, uh, uh, uh Goro. Goro, which is phenomenal. Um, she was
1: really done, done a
0: lot of, uh, shitty injustice and annihilation. Yeah. And that's, movie. that was rough. Um, and not only that fucking Robocop voiced by RoboCop. Peter Weller voiced by yeah. Peter Weller. That's awesome. He's got some cool fatalities too. Oh,
1: um, gosh, so, and, and the friendships. <laughs>
0: the friendships yeah, still look so go.
1: good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So all these characters are back. It appears that the story is basically after the events of Mortal Kombat 11, which you don't want to spoil, but basically the timeline's all reset. Everything's back to normal. And Shang Tsung's going to have another tournament. And so everybody's there, about to go through a Mortal Kombat tournament. A Kronika shows back up somehow. Shit goes off the rails. I mean, it looks like a really dope-ass DLC.
0: And... I think I might buy it. Forty bucks is a lot of dollars for that, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. I mean, and I waited a long time to buy Mortal Kombat because sure. I was like, I don't know. But I was, it, it was worth sixty dollars. I didn't pay sixty bucks for it, but it would have been worth it. Um, so yeah, I, maybe, kind of, sorta. And I didn't even play all the extra shit. I didn't play the arcade modes. I didn't play the crypt, which a lot of people like. I so, fucked with
0: the crypt a little bit, but that was about
1: it. Yeah. This looks really good though and I think I think it is really opening up the possibility of more of this type of thing. Like Street Fighter 5 did not do good on the story mode. It was awful. The fighting was amazing. The uh, the voice acting I thought was pretty good but the actual story was just garbage. Yeah, I thought Street Fighter 5 was a very
0: big letdown. But yeah, and maybe this is the formula going forward. Well, and you also have to understand that NetherRealm it, it continues to produce great fighting games. Whether it's this or the Injustice games, they're yep. they're they're not they're not missing. You know, right? I don't know that you watched the show, Tony. I did not. um, no, but I, I know didn't. that it had some trouble as far as it getting produced and getting made, and that's Batwoman for the CW. Um, that that show follows Carrie Kane, uh, I believe it's the Batwoman's name, Carrie Kane. Yeah, um, and it's it was played by Ruby Rose, who I, I believe the first time I saw her in anything was uh, uh, Orange is the New Black, and so brought Ruby Rose on. I thought she fit the part really well as far as the look of her character and the suit, um, but she announced after the season finale that she's done. One season, she's out. So, yeah, she's gone. Um, strange, Conjecture, maybe I'm not sure. Yeah. They, they, I thought maybe because she got hurt so many fucking times doing it. Um, which that's just how that kind of stuff goes. But I wonder if that's going to be able to bounce back. You know, that was kind of the big name that I remember coming on to that show. So I wonder where that recast comes from.
1: You know, DC has always had just a wide variety of B class TV show adaptations, whether it be the variations of Superman throughout the decades, um, a couple of the Batman shows, um, Gotham spinoff. I mean, the Teen Titans, things like that. Like it, it wouldn't surprise me if they just pump more money at this. Sure. And CW seems to be the place, you know, like Smallville and um, you know all that different, all those different shows always seem to be on like CW or TNT. Uh, so. Not gonna be surprised
0: at all. No, not at all. Um, the Flash, yeah, but they do they do a good job of, of keeping all that kind of rolling. You know what I mean? So right.
1: Whereas you have shows like Agent of Shield, which are like amazing and don't don't get enough love.
0: Right. Tony, we got to do this together since we're not we're not in the Fortnite world, right? Where this okay. this trailer is premiering, brand new trailer from. One of my favorite directors, Christopher Nolan, his movie Tenet, supposedly still coming out this summer movie. The first trailer looked trippy as fuck. He premiered his trailer for this movie in Fortnite at seven o'clock tonight. He did that. And it's at the top of every hour, just like that Travis Scott concert. But answer me this before we start playing this, because we're going to watch this together. Do you think that the fan base that plays Fortnite is the same fan base that cares about Christopher Nolan movies?
1: no but i i think the people over uh who does Fortnite I, epic. i'm, I'm blank epic. epic yes i'm l- literally looking right at the epic game launcher on my <laughs> pc uh th- those guys really have figured it out the social media aspect of this right streaming social media event live events
0: they're they're on top of this shit well and and we talked about this on the other podcast i do the level up show podcast and uh Ralph mentioned that maybe they had a, a deal worked out where this was going to air during the uh, NBA playoffs. And that mm. could have been great, you know, to like tease this as one big conglomerate piece. And I, I, I could see that, but with the Corona, definitely not <sighs> yeah, what's going to happen. So uh, we're going to live watch this right now. Cause I have to see this. So whenever you're ready, Tony, we're going to take it to almost a three minute uh, a walkthrough here of the new tenant trailer.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit through it, but yeah. here we go. Three, two, one, start. It looks like a is this a plane that's in the it water looks like play, it's, uh, it's going
0: backwards. Yeah, that boat's both going backwards.
1: Weird. Oh, shit. Denzel's kids in this. John David Washington. Oh, he's fucking shit up. Jason Bourne style. I feel like if James Harden was ever a good enough <laughs> basketball player to get a
0: movie, this would be who played him. Could be. What's funny is Pattinson's in this. Robert Pattinson? Yeah. Batman to Batman, man, you know what I mean? Interesting. Oh. Oh shit, Alfred too. Oh, my dude. Yes. See? Dunkirk, underrated. Uh, definitely a shitty movie, but yeah. What? Dunkirk's amazing, dude. Robert Pattinson is underrated. Oh, Robert Pattinson's underrated for sure. Oh, whoa.
1: <laughs> I don't... What, what is happening here? I don't know,
0: dude. I love it, though. It's a mind These are fuck. the worst trailers,
1: dude, where... <laughs> like some awesome shit happens but it's not telling you anything about what's What's going on in the the
0: movie everything's just going backwards yeah that's weird isn't it
1: okay how would you like to die old is that sean
0: bean no it looks like him though
1: God, is this going to be one of those like Nicholas Cage can see the the next two minutes of? I don't think the future? so. This
0: is just like a mind fuck, though.
1: Huh. Okay. Listen, we're really bad at describing what's happening, but this is this is a very enthralling trailer. Okay, they're trying That's, to, like, get a plane to go backwards.
0: Okay. I'm in for that. Hell when yes. When is supposed to come out? July, I think. Okay.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a, a fucking bomb trailer. Oh, uh, man. Christopher Nolan always makes these, like, he crazy. Knows, oh God, he knows how to frame everything so well. I, I thought about watching Inception the other night. I really want to watch Inception real bad. Yeah, and... Uh, such a good movie and, and
0: DiCaprio really does it too. Oh, I mean, he was- I thought he was going to get an award for that movie, man. I really thought that was going to be the one
1: yeah you
0: know man come on
1: he goes out there a little too far he like he's like hey where's the edge of the circle in war zone let me just creep right along it maybe go into the gas a little yeah. bit let me play with death a little and bit and just hope i can get the dub right and it doesn't happen as en- doesn't
0: he's playing the law of large numbers but it doesn't happen he does, yeah he's playing too long of a game you know what i mean that's right exactly right uh tenant trailer go watch it that is super weird that it premiered in fortnite it's on there now uh yeah man i if there was ever a reason that i wanted to go back to a movie theater that's it July 17th, tenant. I'm not That
1: ain't happening, bud. Well, Sorry for you. You're <laughs> going to have to rent it for 20 bucks on iTunes like everybody else. No, he ain't going to do that.
0: No, he's from not gonna will not going to do that. He loves He'll films. He'll just delay the shit. Yep, he loves film far too much to, to make it a digital movie. Uh, did you see this weird thing on IGN earlier that a scientist is claiming that there is an existence I, of parallel universes where time <laughs> runs backwards
1: all alternate? Yeah, I, I came across it. it didn't really pique my interest that much.
0: But, you mm. know, let me let me know what you think. I just <laughs> I think this idea of, of like a many worlds or a, a multiverse thing is always interesting to me. Um, and I just kind of wanted to f- get your thoughts on what you uh, what you thought of this being a possibility. Like, was that something you would buy it, you know, buy into, is that something you have interest for?
1: Listen, I'm not anti-science, but, but you're anti-science. Well, here's the thing. Okay. When you're an astrophysicist or quantum physicist or whatever, these people are professionally, you're so far past the average person as far as intelligence of what's going on in the world that, You could say whatever, and I would probably believe you. Just you—you could say the most wild shit ever, and like, hey, I found a universe where Hitler exists and the Nazis won, and you know, it's—it's called the Man in the High Castle. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, you you could say the the most outrageous, outlandish shit, and like, how am I going to ever dispute you? Right, so
0: like, like saying that Donald Trump's a great president,
1: you know what I mean? No, there's not that oh. universe literally doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will fight you to the death on that. Uh, you're right. Um, but so yeah, when this scientist says like, "Hey, I found evidence of a parallel universe to ours. Time runs backwards." Like, okay, I can get behind the theory of that, but like, come on. I mean, is there really evidence? Right. I,
0: I just like the idea that 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 people are even re- like people are out there researching this, Tony. This is a real thing people are looking at. What the fuck?
1: Yeah, no doubt. That's weird. I do want a one mulligan in here. One one insert uh, since we're talking about some movies and stuff. Um, did you see that uh, the guy that made Avatar? Yeah, James Cameron. That's correct. Yeah. I, I couldn't wow. think of it the top. It cost how much to make?
0: Um, billion? Two, billion Two billion dollars. The first one a billion the first one was a billy yeah
1: wow. it was the first movie ever gross over a billion and it cost, it a also cost nearly a billion to make that is and this one is two billion dollars yeah. and this motherfucker wants to make nine of them let, I'm, let, me, let me tell you something about james
0: cameron one brother might be off his rocker
1: two dude if, if there was ever a man in hollywood with BDE, it's this it's guy definitely james cameron but here's here's yeah. where i'm
0: at let me ask and this is a very small populace here tony did you like the first avatar movie oh yeah i liked it a lot are you excited at all for a sequel at this point mm. in time after how long it's been 11 years No, uh, no, i mean not a, a trailer will probably rock me up that's but... that's like telling me you're making a bill and ted 3 like sure i'm into that but i'm not like uh, okay. losing my mind about it yeah it's not gonna have Keanu in it sorry well it does but that's fine
1: yeah, I I don't know that I'm excited for Avatar two, no. and I was definitely a little taken back by the fact that he's like I'm going to make nine of these in the next 15 years or whatever. Um,
0: that that really takes me back a little bit. I just that's too much, too many avatars. I don't. I mean the even the the actors from that movie aren't even important anymore. Like the the main character, Sam yeah. Sam Worthington hasn't been in shit recently. Zoe Saldana, I mean, thank God Ooh. she's been in some shit. I mean. You, who else you got who's the old bad guy i forget what his name is and then you Demora got more died though uh sick horny sick horny beaver she's in it um so that's a funny one i just don't
1: I, I just don't man i just don't care got the terminator guy yeah it's terminator Term- guy terminator guy i don't think terminator guy's in it but, yeah, which, but which terminator guy are you thinking of well you know the liquid metal guy the uh, t8000 or whatever t1000 no, I don't know, but listen, it's it's one of those stereotype military guys. He always plays the military commander. Yeah, I know who you're talking about now, but I'm thinking of
0: Robert. What's his name? Patrick or something. Robert Patrick is not in this movie, but I yes, right. that I, the old military guy is who I was thinking of because he's apparently going to survive and be the bad guy in this next one anyway mm-hmm. i that's don't give gross. a fuck about avatar after the first one the first one was good saw it twice in theaters for some reason i think mostly because it was like a deal um well it was the first movie in 3d like that was the 3d movie yeah even that didn't do it for me though i was just kind of like this is nifty they're gonna fuck yeah. with it their- what's th- weird is that for the their first- tails cool well for the f- yeah let's <laughs> let's fuck with our tails
1: uh that's a good that's a good name for an episode uh but for the first movie to really do 3D, it was by far the best movie to ever do 3D, which is ironic. Sure. Doesn't want an Avatar too, but he definitely wants the director's cut of
0: Justice League. I've been wanting that forever, man, forever. Listen, the yeah. the the universe they attempted to build with the DC movies. I just—it was so close to working, right? I, you know, the the. Bat- I think you could argue it did work. I liked Justice League a lot.
1: I, <laughs> I, <laughs> he can't even can't even respond. I took him so off <laughs> off guard there. Just like, oh, no, I, that's what? like that's <laughs> like
0: me saying the last Jedi is the best Star it's like Wars. I just movie. told you there's an alternate parallel universe <laughs> that goes backwards. Exactly. I just, man. Man, that's not good. Batman vs. Superman. Dude, you remember? Also, not bad. (laughs) It really wasn't, dude. Listen to me. Listen to me. Oh my God. Can, Can I tell you? That I i gotta look at how old I was. Let me just, let me see here real fast. I, I will tell you that 19 year old Derek Vance had the world's biggest boner when the Batman versus Superman First poster of all, was in the That never happened. Listen, no.
1: Was in no, the, no, no, no. Shut up. No, no Derek me. Vance in
0: any universe ever had the biggest boner. Shut up. And I am legend. When that poster was in the background that said Batman versus Superman, I was like, they're gonna do it. They're doing it. They're fucking. I was so excited. Was really 13 years ago? Yeah, dude. i Legend 13 years ago. What a great movie. Um, but I was just just riding that. I was super fucking pumped. And then what we got was mediocre Superman and what could have been a good Batman, but it all hinged on the fucking word Martha. It just it was so yeah. fat and so that was pathetic. Definitely- that was bad and not great. And then they're like, "All right, we're going to build this into the Justice League, right? All right, I love the Justice League, DC superheroes. I'm all, I'm, I'm I'm about it, right? Let's do this thing." And then yeah, dude. Toss a coin to your Witcher? Their Flash was kind of eh. Jason Momoa, I'm all about it. That seems cool. Didn't flesh that character out well enough in Justice League. Aquaman, what, super underrated movie. Wonder Woman, didn't see it. Love Gal Gadot, but didn't see I it. Can, see, um, listen, you're over here shitting all over all this stuff, and you haven't seen the best movie in the DC universe. Well, but that's what I'm saying because Batman vs Superman was a stinker, and then Justice League was another stinker because you know the worst problem with those movies, Tony. There's no human aspect. Both those, yeah. both those fucking big villains in, in those movies. Ultimately, ended up being nothing. You know what I mean? Like, I love Lex Luthor, and he should have been like the f- the primary focus. But they made it so CGI heavy and so over the top that it just didn't feel right. And so when Zack Snyder had to step away and let Joss Whedon come in finish the the original Justice League, and then it comes out and it kind of flops, and then people are like, "Listen, the Snyder cuts out there, it's way better. I promise you. I mean, Affleck's on this dick, Gal Gadot's on the dick. Everyone's out here going 'You you haven't seen the movie.'" And yeah. so I buy into that. I buy into it as a fan who wants to see something that redeems that movie. And so rumors. And they've just, reacted to this news. They're on with they're they're happy all about it. it. Yeah. And so for, for the rumor to pop up being like, hey, HBO Max, Snyder Cut's coming. And I'm like, no fucking way. And yeah, 2021 Snyder Cut of the Justice League. It's happening. And I'm I'm back on that train. Yeah. <sighs> I don't know what much
1: to say I mean like I said I liked the movie there are definitely downfalls of it but like I I think maybe the fact that I watched it like a year after it came out and so I kind of knew that I had gotten shit on so much maybe suspended my my hate of it a little bit but I quite liked it there's definitely the shitty part about like Henry Cavill's upper lip on the reshoots and (laughs) there are are some real bad continuity issues throughout the movie but you look past that i i thought the action was fine i do think that they really weren't from a very strictly comic book standpoint they weren't true to the characters like no. oh like superman fucks so much shit up that that's just not his character like he's destroying entire towns fighting evil and that's just not who he is but i do love the
0: idea of evil superman but it just it was poorly done yeah and justice league
1: yeah th- that that would be the way to do it um you know, God, God among us, yes. uh, in Justice League games. That that would be a good way to do Superman, bad Superman. Um, yeah, and it's they've fucked up so many of these fiduciary things, like the Flash show on TV versus who they cast as Flash. Um, they've they really messed up. Obviously, Green Lantern. I mean, some of their Keith Arrow was a pretty good show. That right. like we've talked about this before. DC has done so much in the tv realm and you can't just bring tv actors into hollywood movies it doesn't work um so you're either going to recast those characters as part of the justice league or you're going to have subpar hollywood actors like i just don't see it
0: just not just not for, for for me what it was uh and when you think back and compare it to the Marvel universe and the care and love and the affection they took with those characters, it just really felt like DC was always just literally throwing anything at the dartboard and hoping something stuck. They weren't really meticulous about what they wanted to do with their characters and, and very thought out and granted yeah, the DC TV they were shows. Siloed. Well, in the DC TV shows were different than the Marvel TV shows, right? Like Marvel TV shows didn't really take off, you know, as, as well as some of these DC shows have, So there's kind of a counterbalance there that goes, well, maybe DC is suited for television and Marvel's just got the big dick energy. I think the argument could be made that
1: the DC properties always had the better story arcs in their comics. Um And I think you could probably go out on a limb that the DC universe had the better villain selection uh, for their respective heroes. So maybe TV is better because you can flush out the story and and all that stuff. So to each their own. It's a big deal. A year later. It's a big deal. A year later. Here we are. (laughs) Yeah. A year and a few, a A year and a week or so. A few days. Yeah. Uh, from the finale of all finales, the game of Thrones series finale. And I think it's time to do a little retrospective.
0: I just, Tony, how do you feel? How do you feel a year later thinking back? Right. What was, what was maybe one of the greatest shows on television heading into this, this final season that we all knew was coming, had known for a couple of years. We're going to get to the part that no one knows. Right and yeah. built it up. Hey, we're going to we're gonna shorten it. It's going to feel like movies. It's going to do this. We're going to do that. And all these promises that just felt like they just didn't deliver. Felt like the cast wasn't in it. Didn't feel like the directors were in it. The writers weren't in it. Um, it just kind of felt like they rushed to the end. You know what I mean? They rushed to be done with it. And thinking back on how just poor – those characters were treated, based on the characters that we had grown to love for seven seasons. Whew, man, I think I remember in our
1: instant take for that final series finale. I I think you said something to the effect of "I I don't think my heart could take anymore." I think those were like some of your immediate words. Yeah, and that sounds uh, about right. I. I, I was a, I th- I remember being optimistic. Like, I don't know if, more if, positive, I, yeah. if I should be happy with the way it ended or I should be pissed because there's so much unanswered. I was a little on the fence and it took me probably a week to really Sink let it, it in. settle in because I like I here's what I remember just thinking back. I haven't rewatched it. I haven't listened to anything about it this this past week that it's been getting coverage on on the Internet. Like I remember Cersei and Jamie died. I remember being pissed about that yep. Peter or uh, uh, Tyrion finding them. Yep. Um, I remember the crazy battle with the mountain and the hound. And I thought that was not as satisfying as I wanted it to be. <laughs> yep. The Euron and Jamie shit was, this may not all be the last episode because sure. the last episode was really uh, J- Jon Snow's send off really ungracefully past the wall <sighs> and then Bran becoming the king in just the stupidest way possible. Um Tyrion's epic uh speech in front of this council of randos, basically. Trying to get, yeah. Oh, uh God. Daenerys dead. John killed Daenerys. Like, Jesus Christ. Like I I forgot the crazy roller coaster that that last season was. Oh man.
0: And it just felt like shots for the take for the for the sake of shots, right? It's like it's like hanging out with your friends having a few drinks and then somebody being like all right we're going to fucking we're going to do this round of shots and you're just pounding them just pounding them down to see how many you can fucking take before you fall and that's what that final season yeah. felt like was we're going to tell you it's going to be the most epic shit ever and we're going to film this episode fucking pitch black and you can't see a fucking thing the whole time
1: yeah i do remember that that really big battle at the <sighs> fall of winterfell or whatever it was Battle of winterfell. um yeah that now it's not as bad in retrospect. Um, I I had an itch immediately when you were like, okay, it's been a year. We should talk about this. I had the immediate itch to just start watching them. The whole, just the whole, go back to the, the first thing? episode. Yeah, it it a bit. It would be the fourth the the fourth time I've seen the entire series if I went back and rewatched it. And I remember every time it being so goddamn good and picking up on more and more things but it this raises this subject raises more questions about a few things other than the actual series one I would like an update on the next show that's supposed to come out next year apparently right probably not the uh, Targaryen thing sure Uh, probably not gonna happen next year I where the fuck is our book books that hasn't been talked about (laughs) since this series ended
0: books not coming dude where's winds of winter where the fuck is it not coming dude it's done (laughs) Not doing it. You know, this dude's literally in quarantine now. He has nowhere to fucking go. He can't go parading around, helping make video games, doing interviews. He's at his fucking house writing, and he still can't fucking He's get probably dead. In. has anybody checked on him? You know? He could be dead. He could be dead. We might not. Yeah, you know what? That's that's the ending that that is the true ending that Game of Thrones needs. It's just don't put it out. Let it be. Yeah. It's dead anyway.
1: Well, the, there was those rumors about the alternate endings, the two or three alternate endings that they shot. The shot yeah. And if those would ever get released, those did not come out on the behind the scenes of the Blu-ray releases late last year. Right. Um so who knows? The cast I I, I just remember the backlash, like after that episode aired, all the different cast members just were all like- over all over the news over the last, uh, in the weeks following, just shitting on kind of how it went. Specifically, I remember um, uh, the Spider, uh, Varys's character. Oh, he was he, he was real pissed about how I got killed off. Yep. Um, Peter Dinklage was a little, opti- you know, he was a little shady about it. Uh, Kit Harrington and, and uh, Amelia Clark were both kind of like skittish, good, real sucked. skittish. Um, it, the only guy was Nickler Cost Nicholas Costarwalda that was like,
0: I really liked it. I just well, thinking and back, Nina he didn't say shit to nobody. Yeah, thinking back about what I expected that series finale to be, it honest to god missed every mark that I expected it to hit. You know, like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, the journey that the, the hardship that we had watching that show, I really thought it was going to wrap very nicely, and we were just so wrong. <sighs> I don't know what to say. I mean, I I don't watch a lot
1: of TV anymore, so I could I could use a good series. I thought about the Sopranos.
0: Just just watch True Detective, man. We'll talk about it. Watch it. We 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 got it through. I don't want to like pay for anything though. Four nights. It's, Dude, not, a, it's not on
1: Amazon. Come yet. on, man. And I own all the Game of Thrones. Don't so. Be a bitch. <laughs> come on, man. Don't be no bitch. Hit that swoosh. Why don't you give me some money? You gonna give me any money? Swoosh. Another show that finished up is The Last Dance. I haven't watched it. What? Did you watch either of the ninth or tenth episode? I got
0: through three quarters of the ninth episode and then have not been able to get back to it. I
1: cannot believe that you haven't
0: watched the biggest fucking show. I know. And you've had five days. No time. I get yelled at by you all the time because I don't have time for you. I can't believe you watched True Detective over this. I was with the wife. Fuck yeah, I watched True Detective with, with her. Get the fuck out of here. Is your wife even worth... Being your wife, if she doesn't <laughs> want to watch the last dance, she does not. I mean, I had it on the other night and she was on the living room with us and she was like kind of watching, but she does not give a fuck about Michael Jordan or sports. Okay.
1: Listen, it ended amazing. Um, these were two really good episodes and it wrapped a pretty little bow on the end of that dynasty. Um, and it Steve Kerr got a lot of love. I did see, I, I saw most of that shit. Uh, and I, I think it's Man, worth mentioning his dad stuff. That's super sad. Yeah, I did. I did know about his dad, uh, mysteriously or not mysteriously, done, yeah, but getting shot. You know, killed. Yeah. Um, but I, I do remember um, as a kid having that be on the the news about his dad. His dad was like disappeared for uh, uh, like a like a few weeks, I think, before some shit went down, and then he eventually got killed or whatever. But um, Steve Kerr is probably one of the most underrated players in the history of the um, the uh MLB or wow. <laughs> the NBA. You should have a um, man card taken from or he's that White. Up. I thought he might be a baseball player. Uh of of uh the NBA. Um th- do you want to do you want to go down as accolades? I mean, no. It, this is off the top of my head, right? So, he was part of a four-peat like basically the only <laughs> player that was part of a four-peat. He did the three Uh, the second three with the Bulls, and then he was traded and immediately got a a title with the Spurs, right? He would go on to later get a fifth ring as part of the Spurs' next title run. So he's got five rings as a player. He goes on and he gets three more rings as a coach with the Golden State Warriors, and he is the all-time leader in three-point percentage shooting in the league. And that's like... There's a lot of guys that are known for their three-point shot. Steph Curry, uh, Ray Allen. I mean, there's there's a slew of players. I don't know why. I, I thought John Stockton was a great three-point uh, shooter, but people don't really give him a whole lot of love. He ain't on Steve Kerr's level uh, percentage-wise. Yes, yeah. I mean, Steve Kerr was just – he was money from – and the triangle – offense that Phil Jackson run was really catered to get him the ball if Michael got blocked out. So, I mean, like, it, it was crazy how it worked. But then I also thought about how Phil Jackson, man, this motherfucker's got 11 NBA rings <laughs> yeah. as a coach. Yeah. And he's got two more as a player. He's got more rings than he's got literally fingers. He, yeah, he really does. Uh, I don't know that anybody's ever going to be able to top that. Is anybody going to get anywhere close to f- to five rings as a coach, let alone eleven.
0: Not in this day and age. No, they don't leave coaches. Think in, about this: they don't like leave he in plays, plays long with, enough.
1: Well, he coached MJ and he coached Kobe. Kobe. Yeah, I mean, those are the two big names. Right. But think about all the all the auxiliary names: Pippen, Rodman, Shaq. I mean, the the guy had it all. He did. You're right. And then he. Had a who do you go to that he had a bunch of shitty years
0: after the Lakers? Uh, was he with the Knicks? Was it the Knicks? I he was the GM of uh, the Knicks. maybe I think right? I, th- I feel like he was something with the Knicks though. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's right. I think he was the GM of the Knicks for a couple years. Um, I don't know what else to say. I mean, if you haven't watched it, I guess we can't really get too far into it. <laughs> yeah, but sorry, it's there's not really spoilers in the no, these I mean, it's just a nice, re- a nice, um, nice wrap. Yeah, uh, I did see that Shaq, several basketball players, Shaq being one of the prominent ones, being on TV a lot, came out and just, he said that he forgot how good the 90s were. Like, clearly it was the best era of basketball ever. Sure. Um, after re-watching The Last Dance, or watching The Last watching Dance, I should it, yeah. say. Yeah, reliving it. Um, it really did summarize, you know, who Jordan was as a competitor. And I, I think it goes a long way to to squash the debate about who the best of all time is i mean yeah
0: it shouldn't have been a question but yeah i agree
1: yeah i don't think for a vast majority of people um you could ever really question that mj was the greatest of all time based on his scoring based on his, his rings uh and the fact that it was two different three peats and for those that were savvy without seeing the last dance knowing that it could have been eight in a row like no joke easily but yeah, but now you have guys like LeBron, you had Kobe, you have Steph Curry. For the older fans, you had like Wilt Chamberlain, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. Um, there was always kind of a an arguable debate that Michael was not number one, and I think it's very hard after seeing this to not put him number one based on some of that background information that you got in this, in this documentary. I agree. I think we should hit on the... Um, upcoming 30 for 30s. They got a lot of advertisement this past week. So The Last Dance, obviously a massive success. ESPN's been promoing these next three 30 for 30s. It's called the summer of something. I can't remember, but um, basically week after week, they have some bangers. Lance Armstrong, he's got a 30 for 30 coming up. The the, the rise and fall of the greatest cyclist of all time. Um, Then you have one about uh, Bruce Lee which that's sounds way cool that sounds like it's going to be awesome i feel like i'm very knowledgeable about the legacy of bruce lee um from my time in taekwondo he's very influential with taekwondo uh from different movies that i've watched like i feel like i know a lot about the bruce lee story so i'm interested in what's going to be new about this um because he basically got he got pushed out of uh uh Japan and and, and China, like he got pushed out of his homeland because he was trying to westernize martial arts, and it was like a very sacred thing for them back in the sixties and seventies. So he got basically pushed out, and he had to come to America because nobody nobody would train with him, nobody would come to his his studios uh, overseas. So it's it's a very interesting story. And then the one I'm actually the most intrigued about is the Bonds of McGuire one. Yeah, looking back at the the Summer, summer Slam, Summer Slam, baby, um, where. Bonds and Sosa, seemingly nope. out of nowhere. McGuire, not bonds, and uh, Sosa. McGuire and Sosa. You put the wrong thing on there. Did I put you Bonds? You put Bonds and McGuire. Oh, yeah. sorry. Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, seemingly out of nowhere, come and get, what is it, 72, 73 80, and homers? 70, 72 and 73,
0: um, yeah.
1: yeah. they they dethroned the babe and uh, really hammered out this it started, it started the home run revolution, and a lot of people obviously think of that it was steroids, which – It was. It was. <laughs> but um, doesn't take but away the fun it, that it was. It didn't take away the fun, but it, what was underrated at that time, and I think you'll see probably in the 30 for 30 with the way technology was at the time. There was no social media. Um, what was underplayed about the whole thing was that they dove into the science of it and they were some of the pioneers about batting velocity and uh, bet the batting angle and all that stuff to really maximize your potential to hit a home run.
0: I, uh, so. I just, I just linked to you something that popped across my, my desk today. And uh, this is something that I think is absolute. Like if you think about the idea that The Last Dance oh, was God. some of the best shit ever, right? The nostalgia was there and everyone loved this. And then this pops up today that next year they're going to do the exact opposite because nobody gives a shit about Tom Brady and any of his bullshit. But they are doing a, a 30 for 30 or Last Dance style uh, documentary about mm. fucking douchebag Tom Brady. And I think that is just terrible. Okay, I think you're being a little harsh. You're right. I mean, douchebag Tom Brady is not correct. He's really a nice guy. But from the and from the f- f- fantastic Last Dance that everyone wants to see, I don't. Th- is there really that many people that want to see this with a current oh, player? I, oh my god, I think it might be bigger than the Last Get Dance. Get
1: all, in all recency bias, dude. The, the the Patriots are are it. Does, I can't even remember. Does he have six rings? Uh, he has six, right? He's at five i think he's at six does he have six Hold he, up. the panthers the rams uh the eagles uh who else i mean that's four
0: uh he has five does he have five but he oh, he's been nine He's been a f- eight. Um, let's see here. This is oh no, maybe this maybe he does have six now. This is an old article. Hold on. Yeah,
1: he won the six one two years ago, I think. Right. Yeah,
0: he does have six. You're right. There's six.
1: Yeah, see, look, this is my right. point. The guy is so fuck,
0: But fuck this dude. Just
1: so on top of it. Fuck that this dude. Y- you can't even. Six time Super Bowl champion. He beat the He's Rams. He
0: 10- beat the Rams. Yeah. He beat the Panthers. He beat the Eagles he yep. beat so far right uh the seahawks. carolina was oh, one of there. them already said seahawks he beat the seahawks he of course 34 28 yeah can't forget about the falcons and then the falcons yeah and then the, he beat okay, the, so the, those Rams are the again in the snooze fest that was a year ago 13 yeah. to 3 mm. what a terrible fucking god i forgot that was. about that one
1: too yeah um yeah, so there, I think there's a lot to talk about because, I mean, that that doesn't happen by mistake either. As as pointed and as many things happened in the Last Dance documentary, there's got to be all that and more in a documentary about the dynasty of the Patriots. There's, it's not like about the Patriots, replacing though.
0: There's no, there's no nostalgia no, it's there. Not. It's just about Tom Brady. It's literally called Man in the Arena. It's just about Tom Brady, and I don't care. Uh, there's no nostalgia that I have for him. I do not care about his upbringing going through Michigan. I I don't care about this dude. Well, maybe that's why it's more of a thirty for thirty than a full blown, sure, full blown ten part documentary. You give me a ten part docu series on everything, the ups and downs of that that dynasty. I'm in. Yeah, but just Tom you Brady. Have as much,
1: I think you have as much intrigue as the Bulls dynasty. Um, obviously, it's a different sport, but you have Tom Brady is like the guy through the entire time. Bill Belichick is maybe like the pippin of it. Obviously, Krause is there the entire time. Um, ironic that they're both called kraus uh but i guess one's an owner and one's a gm that's a little different but yeah you have like the phil jackson robert Kraft, robert not kraus oh it's craft yeah, yeah I guess like you're the right. food company you idiot sorry uh yeah but you have all that intrigue you have a lot of these rotating players especially early in the dynasty like um I guess you can't talk to Richard Seymour anymore. (laughs) Can't talk to Junior Sow anymore. Oh Oh, shit, man! I mean, actually, you know what? A lot of these guys are dead. Yeah, so So, uh, Ty Law. I don't know. He might be gone somewhere. Yeah, Um, but you have a lot of these players that could really provide some introspective. Obviously, there's a ton of NFL greats that could commentate on going against Brady, going against Belichick, and then you have all the bullshit with the fines, the cheating, you know, Deflate Gate, Robert craft getting a handy from a from an asian hooker and a and a massage parlor i mean there's all
0: kinds of crap you could talk about i i think wrapping up the other espn stuff i do want to point out that uh apparently Dak prescott turned down a 35 million dollar a year contract <laughs> yeah i saw that too he thinks he's worth 40 40 plus
1: Ugh. anyway you know what it's you know Looking a gift horse in the mouth, yeah. As they live say, live your
0: truth, brother. Live your truth. Yeah, wait go ahead for and try Andy Dalton
1: to forty million dollars. For Andy
0: Dalton to outplay and lose your job. Yeah, Andy Dalton's definitely gonna fuck Yeah, he's definitely gonna just mind. rail him, dude. Anyway,
1: it's our uh, wrestling segment now. Unfortunately, there's not a lot to talk about wrestling has not had a very good week. I think we could probably start with the last ride, episode two, this uh, Undertaker documentary. Yeah, I did watch that. Um, As predicted, kind
0: of blah. I mean, the thing that I, I, when I think about that episode two, that I look back upon, is still just the idea that you get to see the Undertaker as Mark Calloway and not the Undertaker. That's still the thing that I enjoy. But also, when they asked Vince, hey, what does the Undertaker mean to you? And him being like, Nope, nope, can't do nope, it. Top limits. Nope, not it, doing that it. I was felt like,
1: a little, that felt like a little
0: put on. Did it? I mean, I realized he was, he was it, crying. It, it put me in. It gave me some chills. I'm like, this dude, this he yeah. knows. He knows that his business is built on this guy.
1: I, I think that's undisputable. That, I mean, there are a lot of stars that built the WWE into what it is today, especially through the Attitude Era, but Taker was there before all of that. Um, short of Hulk Hogan, I don't think there's a bigger – Name in the history of the WWE than the Undertaker right. uh, over a period of decades. I mean, individual fame, maybe Steve Austin, certainly the Rock. Yeah, um, but yeah, the Taker. I mean, man, uh, it, yeah. Like they talked. This episode did have some good points. I mean, they talked through. This episode was mainly about Taker's final match, WrestleMania 34. I can't that remember exactly great. which one it was. 34. With Roman Reigns, and he didn't like how it ended. I, it was,
0: I th- mm. thought it was a good
1: match. Um,
0: 33, because 34 was Cena, 35 was nothing, 36 was Styles. Okay, right. Yes. Correct. Um, so,
1: him walking away, <laughs> didn't like it, decides to go get surgery because uh, his was hip gnarly. was bothering him. That was gnarly. That, I can't believe they showed some of that. That was <laughs> weird. I was, I was shocked that with a, an entire hip replacement, you can just Get up and go the same day. He's yeah, just like, see ya. Outpatient surgery, yeah. bro. That is fucking wild, man. Especially with... He's got... They cut him open like oh, eight, nine and inches. And they're fucking... Uh,
0: they're too, yanking. Just fucking yeah. wailing on that fucking hip bone. It's great. That's oh. great. I
1: mean, the whole thing's synthetic, so I, I guess. But like, still, <sighs> the pain of just being through surgery and geez, stitched up and all that stuff. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, this yeah. is normal. That fucked me up. Um, so they, they go through that. He... I thought it was really interesting that he bought like a, a rundown warehouse. Uh, WWE shipped him all the stuff he needed Berlin, to train. Yeah. Yep, um, that was that was all pretty cool. And then he comes back and he has a, a match with Cena at the next WrestleMania. Cena was over. I mean, Cena was past his prime at yeah. that time. Um, this the match Undertaker was, certainly was too late. It, it was a fine match.
0: Um, I mean, it, I it hit the high point, but yeah.
1: It, it was a fan fest. I mean, it, yeah. Undertaker hit, you know, Hell's
0: Gate, and he hit, it was he hit a, the thing
1: off the rope.
0: and It was old school. It was a squash. It was a yeah. two and a half minute squash for the Undertaker to feel like Undertaker again. Yep. And it, um, he's salty because he goes, I you know, I trained for 40, and I get five.
1: Yeah, exactly right. Trained for 45 minutes, I get five minutes of a match.
0: So it was really interesting
1: to get the behind the scenes, but it also hit home uh, one thing that they kind of underplayed, and you never know if these things are permanent or uh, intentional. I mean, when it comes to when they talk about WCW on WWF WWE things, but they kind of mentioned the fact that he was the company man; he was loyal to a fault. Mm-hmm. And they even mentioned, kind of sidehandedly, that uh, if Taker had ever wavered, they never would have beaten WCW. Sure, like that—that that was the thing. He was the guy, along with. Austin and stuff but like Taker held the locker room he, together he was the guy when guys were thinking it. about jumping ship and right. stuff like he he kept the glue he was the glue of that locker room once the click departed and you know Scott Hall and Kevin Nash went over to WCW Yeah. now let me back up and tell you this so there was some details that came out recently about um, how Scott Hall and Kevin Nash going to WCW uh inadvertently provided a loophole for uh, Vince to even buy WCW did you did you hear about all this uh-uh. so I, I don't know the exact details because I was kind of watching it as I was working but basically Kevin Nash Scott Hall they leave WWF right? in glorious fashion, the whole curtain call situation, they go over to WCW, they are on a temporary, they're on some sort of contract that is unique to the wrestling world where like they can wrestle and they're under contract for a certain number of appearances or a certain number of days, but they could literally walk away at any point, right? Now, they could walk away and they can negotiate with other companies, they can negotiate with other brands, but they're on contract but it's it's not exclusive or whatever some sort of weird contract like that. So they do some of these appearances. They get within the storyline, and the the intro of them into WCW is that they are still Diesel and Razor Ramon, and they're coming to WCW events to antagonize the crowd as WWF superstars. Sure, you kind of remember that, yep. like oh yeah, them just showing Scott up then,
0: on. Well, yeah, they 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 made it be like, oh, these guys are the bad guys.
1: Yeah, and Scott Hall came on. He, he teased, like, his partner's going to be there. We're going to fuck some shit up, stuff like that. So that was kind of their intro as they were building up this NWO angle. Um, the second contract they signed with WCW included some sort of compete, competition clause. And the long and the short of it is that there was a loophole through that second contract that Eric Bischoff added in. That allowed Vince McMahon to sue WCW, and the the lawsuit and arbitration of of that lawsuit provided an opportunity for Vince to buy shares at the next investment in WCW, which is basically where he came in and just dropped his money dick. So inadvertently, with the click breaking up and going into a couple of them going into WCW, tell spend into the opportunity events even by wcw which is was a crazy story to me because that was
0: all i guess new news uh that came out this past week or two i dig it i mean the the long the long con was a thing apparently oh yeah totally planned out for sure <laughs> man wcw was
1: good for a long time a couple of years there i, on say, the I think a long
0: time was a little bit of a stretch i think it, it had a couple of good years
1: yeah, it had two. Like, yeah, they had like about two and a half good years. AEW. Yeah. I, I will say this: the the we should mention AEW. Big pay per view this weekend. Yeah, I got I got the list. I got the I got the card right here, brother. I'm ready for it. Okay, go through it. I'm I'm not buying it. Are you no. buying it? I don't ever buy any of that shit. But I will yeah. be trying, trying to, to, to find a
0: stream for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this is Saturday, I believe. Right, double or nothing. Uh, it's not called double or nothing, but um um is it, called it is called double or nothing please and thank okay. you okay fuck yep, yourself sorry yeah uh so double or nothing is happening saturday i believe uh here's it's a the- stacked card it is a pretty stacked card here we go That's where we're going this is on the buy-in so this is on your pre-show right here this is private party versus the best friends calling well, best friends best friends love love me the best friends only because yeah, i love me some okay. some oc Love me I some. I do love orange Cassidy. Orange yeah. Cassidy's just the bee's knees, man. I <laughs> OJ, OC. Love, love me some OJ. Fresh squeezed Fresh, orange Cassidy. Yeah, freshly squeezed. I'm going best friends there. Yep. Uh, let's see. I'm just going to go left to right here. I, I don't know if that matters, but uh, Sean Spears, Dustin Rhodes, uh, Dustin supposedly retiring. You know, after he was going to after he lost yeah. to Wardlow, Sean Spears. Must just there be. was an
1: underwhelming promo that Sean Spears cut yeah. on his like, fake TV show, really challenged Dustin, and apparently it's official. Snooze. Uh, this I, would be a bad match for Dustin to retire
0: on. I Yeah, I would guess that Dustin gets a win here and then gets a better high-profile match to go out on because this does not seem like it. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, Britt Baker versus Chris Stratlander. Um I like both these 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 ladies. They're both very good in the ring. Uh, I like Brick, Britt Baker DMD a lot. I think I think Baker's got to
1: go over here. Yeah, Statlander's character hasn't been built up enough, and they they've really built up Britt Baker, yeah. and she gets she gets a lot of the commentary. I think it's been three weeks now that she's been in uh, three or four way matches with
0: some of these other opponents, and she gets a lot of the commentary hype. Uh, you got MJF with Wardlow taking on Jungle Boy with Marco Stunt. Uh, I mean, MJF—they yeah, had
1: a good match last night. Jungle uh, MJF and and Marco Stunt had a good match last
0: night. I got to imagine Jungle Boy is going to lose here because MJF's got to be strong as the as the the bad guy. But I assume MJF yep. probably wins via disqualification or some kind of Wardlow interference to set something Could up. Be. So uh, I think MJF um, wins, but. Both- a-
1: yeah, I think there's a possibility that Wardlow and uh, uh, uh maybe start to go at it a little bit because yeah. they 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 got face to face. Wardlow almost fell last night; he like tripped on accident. It was pretty funny. Nice. Um, he recovered and tried to look like a real hard ass, right. and uh, luckily Luchasaurus has a mask. Otherwise, I think there would have been some be gay some fame break going on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was, he probably was laughing behind that mask. But you
0: got the the yeah. stadium stampede, uh, which just sounds like a, a, a just a shit show of a match, but it's going to be so great. Uh, Matt uh, Matt Hardy benefits of having Tony Khan. Yeah, Matt Hardy and the Elite, which should I, I believe is the Young Bucks and Omega. Is it those four? Yeah. Um, yep. Versus the inner circle. Um, I didn't know if uh, Hangman Page was going to be in that match, also. Do you know? doesn't specify. Last night, yeah. Yeah. I saw him yeah. run in last night. The 100 yard lariat is fucking barreling down the- <laughs> pretty good. The longest clothesline of all uh-huh. time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so like, that, sounds good. that sounds good. I'm, I'm going, I got to go with the elite here. They, they got to gotta come out on top some, sometime, right? Mark your servers obsolete. Obsolete. <laughs> <Goodbye>. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, the casino ladder match you got uh, Darby Allen, Colt Cabana, Orange Cassidy, Ray Phoenix, Luchasaurus uh, Scorpio Sky, Kip Sabian uh, Frankie Kazarian and a mystery entry and I would just like to say that on this sheet it only had their last names and I remembered everyone's first name which is kind yeah. of impressive
1: Yeah, there was a wild uh, a wild spot last night on AEW where uh, Orange Cassidy was in a match um, against uh Uh, ray phoenix and they ray phoenix had a really bad spot on the outside like uh, cassidy got on the outside was kind of scrapping with some of the audience members or whatever ray did a a, like a swanton bomb type deal um off the ropes and he landed like flat on his back and his leg just like crushed against one of the railings it was bad like they they it was one of those things where the the other wrestlers made that last second twitch to even try to get underneath him right. to save him but he just he just he it flat up, flat on his yeah. back like montez ford level of bad and um then orange cassidy hit a swanton bomb then fucking out of nowhere colt cabana comes he does a jump off the ropes like it
0: was w- a wild 90 seconds nice. uh i'm yeah. going i'm going darby allen uh i love darby allen love darby i love, love darby allen i think he's the guy, I. I Without knowing who the mystery entrant is, uh, I would say, yeah, Darby Allen's my one. My two would be uh, Cassidy. Yeah, I'm surprised
1: week to week how many characters, if you start to add them up, AW has that are these like mythical face painted creatures on both sides of the men and the women, but they all work uh, surprisingly. I I
0: will say that if the mystery entrant is uh, uh, the bastard pack, I'm going pack. Okay. Uh, yeah, Pac doesn't have a match on here, does Correct. he? Correct, he does not. And I know him and um, Cassidy are still kind of beefing, so I beaten. wonder if that could. Well, and
1: he cut a promo last night too, so I could I see that. Maybe. I could see
0: that maybe happening. I don't like Pac, I know a lot of people are on his dick. Not, not my thing. Uh, but yeah, I'm going with just the announced people. I'm going Darby Allen. Yeah, uh, Cody. Just Cody, by the way, still, even though he owns Cody Rhodes again. He, he's still just calling yeah, Cody. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, the inaugural TNT championship that's going to be presented by Iron Mike, Mike Tyson. Tyson. Boy, they were really playing oh, that shit up last they night. Were. Uh, so Cody's got Arn and Brandy in his corner and then old Lance Archer that ba- Battlehawk? Murderhawk? Murderhawk. Murder Lance Hawk, Archer. Lance yeah. Archer with, uh, with Jake the Humping Snake Roberts in his corner.
1: Yeah, so there was there was some good stuff. So first of all, Last night, Jr. just sucking on Mike Tyson's dick, and you would you would think that Jr. was not around at WrestleMania 13, <laughs> literally calling the match because he acted like he had never never heard seen of Mike Tyson seen in Henry a wrestling Tyson. ring before. Yeah. Um, he was new. explaining that like you know he could walk around the ring and and you know it, it was it was just a little I don't know if he was jabbing at WWE or what, but it was pretty funny. That's good. Um, then they have the spot with Jake and Arn Anderson. Did you catch any highlights of that? I
0: didn't. I know that Arnold so, probably cut a pretty good promo on him though. Definitely cut a good
1: promo. Basically just shit all over Jake for being a like a old just a hag. misogynistic yeah. old hag, yeah, washed up and everything. And then Jake, you know, gives him the old like I not as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. <sighs> it's always and, the same. And they go face to face. Um you knew that wasn't gonna happen because Jake can't barely stand, but yeah, it it was good to see that. Uh you know, Jake calls Arn fat. He's like, yeah, you've been around for a couple months. You put on a lot of weight. <laughs> like, He's like, you look a little thick.
0: It was, it was just good, good all around. Good. Uh, I'm going Cody here. I think Cody's got to get a title on him since he can never win the uh, the the actual yeah. world championship anymore. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I'm going Cody here.
1: I I agree. Um, I <sighs> There's a lot of speculation going around that they're going to put it on Lance Archer um, just because they want that monster uh to be to be the uh redemption story for cody later on um and yeah you break you break past the the kayfabe of it cody is that guy i mean he is the company man that would would take the loss to further the storyline undefeated um, right now i know yeah i think it's going to be him but yeah. i could see i could see, I could see, see him it play out where it's lance archer i could see especially play out because you're going to have you're going to have moxley undoubtedly retain yeah. so
0: gives you a little dichotomy there. but i think if you give i think if you give cody the belt it gives you an opportunity to you know put push another guy like lance archer just put him right in the main event with with moxley you leave cody yeah and- whether it's brody lee whether you put mjf with cody finally and you have that battle which has been building for mm-hmm. a little while that'd be good um maybe you do the sean spears angle again which you already went through once but you know there, there's some opportunities there's, there.
1: there's a handful of guys that that you could easily argue getting a push and it's, it's what we've talked about recently with AEW is they have too much talent yeah. at this point too much um, talent they're, they're for gonna, one show
0: and as limited championships show. as they
1: have Correct. So they're they're gonna have to do something, whether it's a spinoff show or a second brand or something,
0: because um, yeah, they have they have probably uh, five or six. Think about the fact that men, Hangman Page, nothing. Young Bucks, yeah. nothing. Uh, no, uh, Darby Allen, Darby Allen, nothing. Omega, nothing. You know, like yeah. Kenny Omega, the best wrestler in the fucking world, no titles.
1: Yeah, and that's that's like your main roster of, of guys. Then you have. Probably a dozen support guys that are in the business as killing it push guys. And you're killing uh, it. Yeah, they're they're stepping stones. Guys like Colt Cabana and yeah. and uh, Colt's a uh, up, that's but... well, that's what I'm saying yeah. is like he's a stepping stone guy. Right. Like he's got the clout to push somebody into a number one competitor spot. Right.
0: Uh, so th- and the women are the same way. W- women's they World have- Championship. You got Nyla Rose and Hikaru Shida. Hikaru Shida. <laughs> uh, I think Rose easily retains here. <laughs>
1: I think she is an underdog. I think they probably put the belt on her. Yeah. She's been number one for like
0: three months. Wasn't she the one that won the belt first? Who was that? She was the inaugural champion one. I That's believe. I yeah. So I, I think, yep. I think Rose, she's just too manly. You know what I mean? Probably. Um. She's yeah. I mean, she's definitely
1: a, a thick bitch. Side note on this title though. It sucks. The belt. Oh, it's off. Sure. It looks stupid. Yeah. It's, it's not, not great they need to they need to ditch like the wwe diva belt and they need to get something a little bit more closer Uh,
0: and then your main events john moxley taking on brody lee of the dark order Uh, this should be a fucking banger
1: i'm a little pessimistic on it oh um i I don't think are you losing john moxley here no, no, no. no. Oh. John Moxley's definitely going to win. Okay. I just don't think it's going to be a banger of a match. I think Moxley can go the distance, but I think I think Brody Lee's overrated, especially what I've seen with him in the last, you know, month and a half that he's been in AEW. Sure. Um his matches have kind of been sloppy, he's missed some spots, and his promos are I mean, they're living off the luster of him being uh Vince McMahon. They haven't been that great of promos. And I think that the whole dark order Stick is a little, it's a little sideways. It hasn't it hasn't really connected with me, so I'm not actually expecting this to be that great of a match. Maybe like a six out of ten. Wow, that's tough. I think it's going to be like a twenty five minute match, um, just because it's no holds barred, and we know how Moxley gets in the ring, but i am not going to be surprised if uh Brody lee gets
0: looks like he's gassed out after 10 or 15 minutes well, but he's got the dark uh, order you know what i mean like the dark order will be there they're going to yeah. attack um but i think yeah i think moxley overcomes yep i agree with you there uh but yeah that's that's your i don't have much for nxt there hasn't been a whole lot going on although their next pay-per-view thing is nxt in your house which i appreciate yeah, that's that's a okay. good throwback. So, uh um, the the big thing in WWE right now is the cross-brand
1: war uh, that they're acting like has never happened before, but basically they're having members of SmackDown come to Raw, Raw and vice versa. Yeah. They've done this ability yeah, yeah, like it's all it's all for ratings. Is, yeah, tomorrow's Drew McIntyre versus Corbin, like they're oh, doing great. it again.
0: They did it on Monday.
1: Yeah. They're doing it on Friday. Yeah, there's another there's another uh, SmackDown versus but it's the uh, same it's the same match. Uh, I I thought it was them two again. Yeah, that would be terrible. uh, Yeah, I don't know. Um, the Flair match is going back and forth. Like Flair is the NXT uh, Women's Champion. Oh, sure, it's fine, but you know. Ugh, whatever yeah. i do the, the, still the most intriguing thing to me in wwe right now is otis they got they got him and braun tag teaming together him maybe turning on braun like there's some good stuff i'm actually pretty intrigued surprisingly by the mvp and bobby lashley ankle they did that really well on raw this week um enough to kind
0: of get me nibbling on it i'm all about them building a new any new squad so i'm good with it um i yeah. do want to do i, I want to say before we move on to what we've been watching and playing and wrap up uh rest in peace chad gaspar that that's uh yeah that's fucked well do you want to talk about it i'm i mean you laughed which is a little fucked up but well, it, it, yeah, I mean... <laughs> I mean, you don't laugh at a motherfucker. Yeah, I, should, I shouldn't laugh, <laughs> but... motherfucker died, um, saved his
1: kid. It, yeah, he was... Uh, was it a wave or ripped something out, yeah, like ripped that? Yeah, Riptide,
0: lifeguards jumped out to, to get him. He said, yeah. save my kid. And that was... it. Pretty, pretty tragic. Um, yeah, it's,
1: it's it's shitty that we're in this age where all these wrestlers are losing their jobs, like left and right, and then one just eyes i mean he wasn't like a main card player at all and i think to even call him a superstar is probably a little too much praise not the shit on
0: the guy I obviously i, I but, think you're wrong there but okay Yo, know, you think he's like you think he's a bona fide superstar i mean i thought crime time was some of the best shit back in the day so yeah i loved i don't even remember the last time the guy was on brooklyn, air brooklyn man I, it doesn't matter I, i'm just saying 30 okay. I'm 39 years old that that that, that one hurts
1: yeah, he's been around a long time. Uh, definitely been in the industry a while, and I think he came up through what's that Texas wrestling something or other? Uh, um, FCW. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, Crime Time though was the big the big hotness that he was. Yeah,
0: I mean that's where he came from. Was he was he was on Crime Time. And and i here he was,
1: he was a professional bodyguard for P Diddy, Britney Spears, and Mike Tyson. I'm sure,
0: Ohio Valley the Wrestling guy, is where he came was from. Legit outside the ring, and, hmm. and he was trained by Rocky Johnson. Yeah. There so, you go. Anyway, that is sad news.
1: Like, especially that he had to save his kid t- to do it. Like, it's rough. I don't know, man. It's rough. I mean, yeah. Let's let's uh hit the transition and, and start to get out of here. What have you been watching and playing? I mean, obviously you haven't been doing shit. You've been full homo, <laughs>
0: full homo, working in the house, doing a bunch of shit, taking care of the kids. Um yeah. We, the wife and I are always searching for shows, which we shouldn't, because we have so much shit to watch. Um, but I know how it goes these days. I know. Uh, yeah. Way too much good TV. I know the way straight to her heart is any kind of like murder mystery uh, show of some sort. And so we were kind of bouncing between watching a couple different shows. Um, one being uh, that fucked up criminal show on Netflix. that just got a second season recently that I'm blanking on. Uh-huh. Crim, not not criminal minds um no it's not criminal I minds. Know, what the fuck am i trying to think of tony this is where you come in
1: i don't know what you're
0: talking uh, about mind, mind hunter thank criminal you <sighs> god
1: oh, mind oh hunter. Yeah, hunter. Okay. Mind
0: okay. so i know that she's way into that idea like that is right up her wheelhouse um my hunter's great yeah man. so second season better than the first and, and that's what i was like okay well this is you know 20 some episodes um so we can do this or we can watch eight episodes of true detective season three. Cause it's done. Like there's no continuation. It's season three. We're out. And she's like, let's just yep. do that. So through on true detective season three, blew through that, got that finished up on, I don't even know, Tuesday night. And what's your bus scale on that, man. How many buses out of 74, uh, 60, maybe 58, Sixty something okay. like that. Um, I was pretty high on it going in, but they, they do a lot of time fuckery and trickery, which I enjoy. Like basically, you're bouncing between the '80s, and the '90s, and, and present day. Um, yeah. But the problem is, is in present day, you realize that this case is still unsolved. So everything you're watching in the '80s and the '90s is kind of like doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like you, right. you want to you want it to matter because it's intriguing, but it kind of <laughs> kind of doesn't. You know, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's hard to, to to keep caring. But the the performances are great. The writing is really strong. Um, the scenery is you know it's not it's no Carrie Juji Fukunaga from the first season, um, but they do uh-huh. kind of tie in the first season to this season, so that was kind of interesting. Um, a little a little bridging, yeah, a little bit. You know, shared universe kind of shit. So uh, okay. yeah, really good. I I just the ending didn't fully work for me, um, and just it was right on the cusp of being pretty great and it just kind of missed the mark a little bit. So, uh, a a, a rough finale, but still a good season. Um, we, we watched, I don't know. We watched survivor. That was all over with last week. Um, haven't watched a whole Who lot was, of the else. survivor of survivors. The survivor of survivors was Tony Vlachos, your namesake, okay. Tony, uh, which is great. Yeah, I love that really. Love Tony. Blair Welch was my yeah. namesake, uh, but, but Tony Vlachos, the, uh, uh, the, I think he's a cop from out in Boston or the Boston area. I want to say, um, uh, or New York, not Boston Rob. No, Boston Rob didn't win, unfortunately, but Tony, uh, man played a fucking great game. And I, I thought at the end uh, that he might get fucked because uh, something, okay. something happened real bad and I was salty as fuck and he ended up making it all the way to the finale and he, he got the votes.
1: Was this was just a season of winners all, or like a winners. season of most-
0: all winners. Okay. okay. yep.
1: Wasn't, I remember about way back in the day, like, you know, when you're in the fourth or fifth season, like Boston Rob was really popular. Then there was that, that episode or that season where, Like the rocker guy that kind of looked like Tommy Lee and his daughter were both on it. You know uh, what I'm talking about? I th- Am I thinking think about Big that's, Brother? That's
0: Big Brother.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, well, you know, Big you, Brother, Survivor, same thing.
0: It's definitely not, but all right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Jeff Probst, whatever. Jeff Probst, Julie Chen, completely the same person. Listen, Fucking idiot. Anyway. Ask Trump who started Corona, and you're going <laughs> to get one Chen, answer, and it's not <laughs> Jeff Probst. Yeah. Um, I I really haven't watched a whole lot else. That's we're, We'll probably start Mindhunter this week and check yeah. that out. Um, and then, yeah, all I've really played, I played more... Deadly Premonition, and that's still wacky and weird, and I can't get away from playing Cod with you because you are a child who, a need, Apex. Child, Apex. Child who needs my attention more than my own children. That's true. Uh, I have played some Apex. I did buy the Battle Pass. It is a good time. I
1: also bought the Battle Pass, played like one game with you guys, and then, <laughs> I haven't touched it since. And, but, then, and then, you know, bounced. Got a, we got a long weekend coming up. We do. So. It'll be good yeah we'll figure it out yes, sir. i i'm in the same boat i haven't watched shit um definitely not any tv shows i watched a lot of youtube you know how i am with the tubes oh, yeah, and uh, like my
0: children again
1: well you you could argue that youtube is tv nowadays like it, there's daily episodes from a lot of content creators N- like
0: not the shit my kids watch sis versus bro and all the oh just, yeah, yeah on, none man. of that shit no no no, 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 no. no.
1: um. I did start playing last week. Zelda a link to the past. I think I might've talked about it a little, a little bit. bit. Um, I haven't played much of it this week because uh, the kids were over and goddamn, if that switch isn't being used for Minecraft 24 hours a day. Oh, uh,
0: so, but Minecraft dungeons coming to I'm exactly. Newcastle.
1: right. I already downloaded okay. it. Uh, it's good to go. So I'm probably going to check that out because it looks like Minecraft meets Diablo, which I'm all about. I might
0: do that because it's free. So thank you. Uh, you
1: you are welcome for that you saved yourself 40 um there's not much else though like i i again i'm in this rut with games we like i'm looking around shouldn't be man i got so many games i need to play uh i did start mario versus uh, mario and oh, it's so good. um i wish you liked it more. it was pretty good i don't know that I, rts has never been my thing so mine i don't either. know that mine either yeah, I don't know. I haven't played it enough to get like additional characters and stuff. I'm still on the initial, you know, basically the fake Luigi, fake Peach, and then Mario. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very cute. That's very uh, cute. Uh, it, it has a lot of those like unlockables it's, and stuff. The the world is very unique. Um, it just works. Like it surprisingly works extremely well. The rabbits are really funny. It's that so, that is so what's good. holding me right now. Yeah. Uh, so I probably will continue to play that. And then my daughter actually un unprovoked picked up captain toad's treasure tracker which i've been wanting to play and she asked me for help on a couple of the Uh, levels and i was like this
0: game's dope yeah that game is dope and you feel real world when you when you get the solutions Okay, yeah, exactly. So
1: and I like a good puzzler.
0: Yeah. So that might be something I dip my toes into right a little on. bit. Uh you you're you're looking like you're you got the kids movies flowing over there. As almost do I. I'll be renting trolls 2 bright and early in the morning for the kids.
1: Yeah, the the kids and I came to an agreement this past weekend. Um we couldn't agree on a movie that we wanted to watch, which Listen, when so you surprised. got a 10 year old son and a 12 year old daughter and a 32 year old fat guy, it's not surprising that you all can't agree on a movie you want to watch. Uh, one kid wants superheroes, the other one wants Harry Potter. I want, you know, a comedy, whatever. So we came to an agreement. Um, we'll watch Frozen 2, and then I get to pick the movie the next night. So we watch Frozen 2. Listen, surprisingly, not that bad.
0: I'm fine with I don't, I don't, it. Not as good as the first one but whatever. I don't know. I don't think uh, I've seen the first one all the way through. I will say that Lost in the Woods song is awful. Oh, yeah. Bad, 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 bad song. Shit. Yeah. Uh, Into the Unknown, yes. still a good song. Into
1: the Unknown's a good song. It is a bang. Um, so we sit down the next night. I'm on the Disney Plus, Plus. Oh yeah. and I'm trying to figure out what we want to watch, and I'm scrolling and I'm scrolling, and I'm like... <sighs> and I'm trying to be the nice guy. I'm like, do you guys want to watch sure. what, what do you think about this movie? Yep. What do you think about that movie? Knowing that it's my fucking
0: choice right, right? You're just trying to you test, you dip your toes in the water to see what happens
1: yep so i come down to the live action disney movies Oh yeah. and i'm scrolling and i'm scrolling honey, and you know
0: we went through those there's there's the usual suspects
1: right like sandlot oh, yeah honey i shrunk the kids yeah. uh different stuff like that beethoven you know the 101 dalmatians movie Oh yeah. Uh, and then boom homeward bound didn't even think twice about it click click playing it they're like well, what is this movie i'm like don't
0: even to, don't even don't ruin my childhood right now
1: sally field michael j fox shut your goddamn mouth we're watching sassy this cat, baby sassy cat sassy cat where it's an amazing That's, movie it's um, a crazy good story about good going going through the wilderness to get back
0: home i'm like you guys are gonna love it sure enough they really liked it my kids uh, could watch that movie every day they love it i was always always a big fan of the second one i liked the second one a lot too so
1: uh, the second was good. It made me think about wanting to watch All Dogs Go to Heaven. That's and All movie. Dogs Go
0: to Heaven too. Yeah, I wanted to first. Um, yeah, I had that on VHS. I played the shit out of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I and then I started. We were talking about that, right? And I was like, I was like, you know, I had this movie on VHS, and they're you know, obviously <laughs> that? And I'm like VCR. What's that? And I had to explain like what it was, and then I explained like I had these are the movies that I had growing up, and I explained like I had All Dogs Go to Heaven, I had Homeward Bound, Harriet the Spy early michelle what's her name uh from nickelodeon i had flubber sure remember that oh yeah robin williams yep i had flubber i had the first two aladdin's yeah um and then i had like uh, the first like nine episodes of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, those were my VHSs, man. Oh, yeah. And then you know, back in the day, I was like, you know, you can just look up stuff, but I'm like, I had to, I had to set the recorder to record Power Rangers. Oops. I had to make sure that the tape was reround, I had to make sure it was on LP, and not SP. I'm like, you don't understand the problems. And and if so you great. forgot, if there was a power outage and you forgot to reset your the sense. time on your VCR. You're going to be recording at midnight. Right. And you're not even going to know it. Nope. It's just going to, click you're on. going to get some skin. or just a lot of dead air. Exactly. <laughs> a lot of dead air. Tales from the Crypt. I remember I recorded that shit. Like, we, I went down this whole diatribe, and they're just like, Dad, I could give not. A fuck. Give a fuck. Yeah.
0: So at least your kids treat you like I treat you. That's all I, that's really what I was hoping for. There you go. Yeah. That's uh, nice. yeah, we're we're gonna roll. We're gonna rent Trolls too. Although I would much rather be watching Scoob. Uh, I think I want to watch Scoob a little bit more than I care about Trolls too. So bad. I can't I, you want to watch that? It does look bad, but man, there's nothing else going on. So I mean, why? Trolls 2 look bad too. I do, yeah, I definitely don't want to see Trolls. I don't give a fuck about Trolls too, but they really do. So Scoob, man, I got. Glad you held out and not paid twenty bucks for it though. Well, I'm still gonna pay twenty bucks for it tomorrow. Oh really? Yeah, it's twenty bucks, dude. Oh wow! Well, listen, twenty bucks, forty-eight hour rental. Think, uh, you know, and you think about that in terms of going to the theater. If I took, you know, all five of us to the theater, <sighs> yeah. that's even at a matinee price, it's eight bucks a pop. I'm, I'm well, yeah, I agree. I agree with so twenty yeah. bucks. You know, rent it tomorrow, then eat all weekend. Yeah, I thought about DV theater in it, but I'm like, yeah, nah. I'll just let them watch on the Apple TV on the four K. So. TV theater yeah not on the apple you got such great internet you're gonna definitely get the best 4k resolution oh yeah you know i'm gonna be rocking that shit so unfortunately uh what what else Uh, i thought there's something else i was gonna watch and or play i think it's it okay try to watch the aw yeah try to watch that saturday for sure um if I can if you find a good reliable stream, you let me know, oh, you know, I will. I'll be all over that stuff. Uh, I got to try to get to Lowe's and get all that stuff done. I might go to Barn Town early Saturday morning. They're releasing some beers that uh, a couple of the boys want to go up and get, but we might also go to the lake Saturday because it's going to rain right. early, but get pretty nice that afternoon. So I don't know. We're, That's the word. We're, ki- we're kicking the tires. Um, we should, we should talk about,
1: do you have plans for uh, the holiday?
0: Uh, no. No. I don't.
1: Okay. Oh. Hey, uh, it's gonna rain like all week, Tony. I know it sucks. <laughs> it's fucking but, bullshit. Uh, what's our cod plan for tomorrow? Uh, I'll
0: I'll pencil you in.
1: No, 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 no! You're gonna say it on air so that the
0: people can be held accountable for you. Um, I I I truly don't know. Here's my plan right now. Listen, it's the Friday before a holiday. Tony Welch ain't working hard. Listen. I don't know if I'm I need, hardly working more. Likely. I don't know if I need to say this on air. I don't think Tony Welch works all that hard anyway. But that's just <laughs> listen. <laughs> I'm a top performer on my team. Oh, and about half the time, oh, I'm a I, person. I heard the big words you you use when you're on a top performer. Oh, yeah, you're, oh, yeah. no. you're talking about. You, are you saying that I
1: was on a conference call while playing Call of Duty with you today? Because no. that is just no bullshit. That's not
0: true. What I'm saying is, I was playing Call of Duty while you were on a conference call. Pretending to play, getting more kills you in every one of those games. Um, no, tomorrow I might be going to Lowe's with the father in law and then trying to knock out that faucet outside. So, tomorrow might be another full homo day. (laughs) So, um, we'll see if I can make if I can pencil you in though, brother, don't you worry, you'll be the first one to know.
1: Oh no! I you'll be the first
0: one to know because I'll be blowing your shit up about seven o'clock. Well, you know what? I it, this I shouldn't even say this out loud because I don't. I do not plan on doing this, but this is what I should do. I'm up at. I have to get up at five o'clock to go to work anyway most days. So yeah. this idea that I'm on furlough. I said, sh- shut the fuck up while I talk. When I, when I'm on furlough and I have to, and I, I give myself the opportunity to sleep in, I just shouldn't, I should just still set my alarm for five, go out okay, and it's right. peace and quiet. Don't have to worry about it. The wife's up at seven to, or leaves it, leaves it to go to work at, you know, seven thirty Anyway, she's up at seven, get up, make up coffee, rage for a couple of early hours before anybody gets up. Like I should just stay totally. that same rhythm. You know what I mean? And you're up anyway. Totally. I, I, I get, get up, up at, at six um, even
1: though I don't work till eight 30 yeah. and even though it, it would take me about six seconds to go from my bed to my, <laughs> my office, sure. quote unquote, yeah. uh, you know, yeah, but I get up, I shower, brush my teeth, get ready. And then I sit around for about an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Hey, if you want to rage on cod anytime before 9am yeah. in the morning, yeah i don't know i thought i was like you know yes i start working at 8 30 but anytime before nine <laughs> we can we can get some shit done
0: we can uh, <laughs> at any hour on any day that ends in y brother don't you worry i can make it oh out. yeah we can. listen
1: there's a lot of sexy bananas playing that early in the morning okay Jeez. uh take there's a- at least 584 other ones
0: so. <laughs> i wonder what the 585 is but anyway Tony, maybe it's his area. Take yeah. maybe maybe i don't know take us out of here
1: uh, it's definitely not that it was born in May of 85. We know that much. Uh, listen, that's it. We're right at two hours. Real tight 120, not God. the tight 90 we're used to.
0: Uh, we're dilating out to 120. Hey. And uh, I don't know. Any walk-ons? No, man. Uh, my my big walk-on is uh, AEW should be fired this weekend. I'm hoping it doesn't yep. rain, So I'd like to get out and get, this, get a little sun, you know, grill a little bit for the holiday if I can. I bought some burgers. Um, that's my plan. Yeah. I'm going to grill out. To try to grill out at the lake and and hang out, but um, you know I. That's fine. I don't want an invite. It's cool. Listen, man. Corona. <laughs> Shut the fuck up
1: right now. Uh, uh I don't. My big walk ons in my pants, so I guess we're done here. Go take a poop. Um, you know, DTS podcast. I'm telling. I'm Derek. What?
0: Go take a poop. What are you talking about? I definitely not know. I I know you're not talking about your fucking dick.
1: Oh, I'm talking. Listen, I'm not talking just about my fucking dick. I'm talking about my dick that fucks. <laughs> Okay, we out here.